I, I, I've got to say that this whole, I, I don't even know where to begin, but I will say in terms of social distancing, like podcasters are the fucking champions of this. Like we, our time has come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're in our, our element now. Yeah, absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, if, if you all didn't notice, I, I mean, we, we can go ahead and break it down. We've been locked up in our rooms, like breathing in shitty, condensed, poorly filtered interior air and like, sculled up in the dark avoiding the outside elements for what a decade now we're we're good yeah yeah we're fine we we've adapted to our our natural elements and this is just an extension of that now yeah this is straight up like the dark knight rises bane speech dot jpeg mean like fucking we're here like we were born in it etc etc like fucking like, urban dictionary that shit isn't I, it I wild though that like the organization that said that gaming like was a <laughs> addictive like they straight up said not even like a year ago they're like games are addictive they'll make you violent and now they came out this year and they're like you know what you should play some games like oh my God. it's not bad i was like Y'all, y'all turned it around huh? real quick, didn't you? He straight up rolled their fucking ankles. You guys turned. Oh yeah, held. fucking yeah, absolutely broke them, broke both of them. <laughs> the cross up, it was so uh, fierce. Just fucking, just get one of those like medical Crocs like cast shoes. I'm like, hey, you drop this, player. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's just the sweet redemption we've all been wanting. I, I, it's unfortunate we're in a time where it had to be like that, but. You have to look at some of the positive, if any, uh, of this situation. And seeing that that 180 was just glorious, man. It was so good. Oh, man. And no, if they it... spun around faster, they'd have broken their ankles. Completely destroyed. Just, yeah, not even there anymore. <laughs> like shin bone and feet bones, whatever those are. Like, it's, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Feet bone. Uh, just, I... Dude, this year alone, I don't even know where to begin because we're. That's the I... problem. We've only just begun. Yeah, dude. It... <laughs> Cue the carpenters. Like, fucking 2020 is a flat circle now. Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean. So, the Poison Control Center had 30 reported cases in New York. Get out of here. Go I'm on. That not can't, lying. That I'm can't not, be real. I, it's no. confirmed. It is confirmed. They oh did it. God. They no. fucking did it. No. His sarcasm is killing us now. I, f- like, I fear what? for you people. I do. Oh. Yeah, it's true. I. We're not in a good place. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's kind of like um. Uh, I saw that the actors from the show Community... We're doing a podcast now, which I think Joe McHale and uh, Ken Jong, and they were they were because in the show they have like the darkest timeline is a part of the storyline, and they do a podcast now just called the like the darkest timeline, and it's just about recount like like, real world events. This is this is this is the darkest timeline right now that we're in. We're living it. I've been saying this for weeks. Yeah, with in in direct in direct relation to that. Yeah, and I will say, um, I'll talk about later, but I've been playing a lot of the Division Two. That's not a good game to play right now, you guys. <laughs> don't, don't play it. They are straight up. It, it's like it's like I'm watching a show, but it's like a reality show. It, no joke. It is a little too dead on to be yeah, like, comfortable. 
did the oil barrel market fucking the oil market just in the fact that it crashed which is funny because like, i believe like one of the narratives or plot lines uh in in the division is how it like went the opposite it just fucking skyrocketed and like destroyed the economy it was the fact that like they had a uh a virus that was on money that passed from hand to hand and it caused everyone to have this virus and you know division 2 they're Holy like shit. they're like on rooftops planting you know crops and and getting agriculture and and trying to like restructure it's it's a little eerie man it's not great it's a little too on the nose i didn't even i i'm not too familiar with the division it was like one of those like ah this is a clancy game i can skip out on yeah it's a little true to life right now you Mm -hmm. know with that said though y'all laugh at canada's money but uh you know because it's made of plastic we can wash it in the sink Uh, this is yeah yeah you can just fucking put in the in the fucking tumble tumble wash so they're in the washer explain to me this because i god i'm really behind on my world events it's plastic now i thought it was okay the funny money was like weird and laminated it was colorful but i but i distinctly remember when you showed it to me that it was made of a paper material oh yeah yeah no 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 it's it's the same color but now it's like it's made of a special polymer it's uh it's crazy like there's even transparent parts on it god damn yeah they're it's, like it's, they're like the fucking like Marvel most... collector cards with the holograms and shit. <laughs> it's it's some of the most technologically advanced physical currency in the world. Yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. We should adapt to that maybe if we survive. <laughs> I if money is a I, thing. Yeah, I mean, Guys, I'm, I'm down. You to still move have one dollar d- bills. I mean, we 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 gravitated away from one dollar bills in 1987. Yeah. I want I want the Fallout model to where like we just gravitate towards like, an inanimate object. No, not exactly. Mm. We gravitate towards this inanimate object that just becomes currency. Like, I want garbage pail kids to fucking be currency now. Like, just those cards. Well, uh, Pogs or change. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, we're, yes, yes. we're in America, so it's going to be more like Metro, where it's just bullets. <laughs> That's your currency. Bullets. Oh, dude. That's one of the only thriving markets right now in in term yes dude, yeah you're not horrifying. kidding it's mm-hmm. horrifying um but also you cannot and porn <laughs> also yeah <laughs> yeah some some fans only like my my exhibitionist nature is starting to come out man i'm, I'm beyond there this is my only fans page this is the link click on yeah, that that's some currency mm-hmm. um getting paid yeah if anything video games kind of feel like they're contraband at this point i i cannot fucking like I mean, we'll we'll definitely get into it, but mm-hmm. the the goddamn yoga, the like fucking hurdle, the Seinfeld ass episode that I had trying to get a fucking physical copy of Final Fantasy VII remake, I I have like but no words. It, it was insane to me, and like I was I I was at fucking Walmart at four thirty in the morning, probably one of the the only conscious fucking people. Like like I'm everything that I wanted to be and everything that I hated to be at the same time because like I was in, I was practicing every single sort of safety guideline that the CDC and and everyone has been uh, just preaching in terms of social distancing, wearing my protective gear, being conscientious of the people around me, and yet I was the only asshole probably there for a video game that I thought because that's all that's all I was there for. Yeah. I was not, but I was too far away. They had two, fu- two, two, two copies went into that goddamn store. God. Snatched. Snatched. That and uh, Resident Evil 3. The, you couldn't get those. Animal Crossing, we finally just spotted today when I had to go on my little 
uh, skirmish to go repair my phone because that was fucking fun too. Um, it. Jesus, I, I hate dude. to ask, yeah. But like, um, outside of this situation, because like, our stores are still open while Animal Crossing launched. Did, did you did you not pre-order pre-order them? We did. Okay. We did, we, but we pre-ordered it from a institution. I mean, fuck it, we can say their name now. Fuck them. Uh, we pre-ordered from GameStop. And then, like, what's funny is we even told ourselves, this is going to be the last games that we buy from GameStop because I'm also... I, I'm not a fan of how they have behaved... Like, With their employees? It, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I know it, there's, it is, there's a certain YouTuber out there that's pretty much spilling it out uh, weeks and even months ahead of the time, and I mean everything he said has come come to pass. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's not looking good for the company in general. So we we're just like, hey, we should we like those that like want those to be it. Just but those. but, but R- Reggie Fizame wouldn't do that to us guys. He wouldn't do it, <laughs> oh, dude. He's steering the ship. He is correcting course. He is getting them where they need to go. He's also getting paid, so I mean... That's Reggie's, also true. Yeah, I guess Reggie's you're right. handing them grocery bags and saying, good luck. Put that <laughs> shit over your meaty, meaty claws. He's saying, I worked at Pizza Hut. Fucking suck it up. Like, <laughs> my body's been ready forever. What about yours? <laughs> like, you have no excuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Reggie, I, Reggie don't get a shit. He'll fucking just lick people's oh. faces. He don't care. A uh, dude... I, I still, I, I can't remember the exact exchange, but, like, where he put that fucking kid on blast when, like, he was playing Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I, I help run, like, a multi-million dollar national company. The fuck you do? Like, yeah. something along those lines. I'm, I'm my just fucking like, face, kid. <laughs> yeah. Just, just pie face him out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, Rough. But anyway, uh, this... This is going to be our new normal for a while. We're probably going to mention it. Um, uh, we're 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 definitely not going to shy away from our feelings about it. And I would even goes to say that uh, two thirds of this whole like chair uh, at this point we're we're kind of fucked until otherwise. Like I don't know. It just it seemingly feels like that. So um, on to possibly hopefully more uplifting. Uh, uh, points of subject to discuss. We are here for Press Pause Radio episode 124, just doing a nice little catch-up episode. Um, we've all been kind of... I, I, I would have to say uh, preoccupied, and I hate to... I, I, I know I was a little stammering, lost for words there, but preoccupied with the whole situation going on with the pandemic and how it affected our lives uh, on a personal and financial level and attending to our loved ones in that regard. So press pause radio did have to take a little bit of a backseat, but we're here now. We've, if anything, found ourselves with a little bit more time. So, <laughs> uh, we'll definitely, Just a little bit. yeah, we'll definitely get to. And with that, um, additional time, we're going to go ahead and recount with y'all, um, some of the recent exploits that we've gone into digitally and in, in our video games with, a, a brand spanking new, what's in your console. And we might talk about some other world events too. Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, on to the show.
deal. All right, Sarah. So we, we've been kind of going over our shit show, and I know that you've kind of you've expressed a lot of frustration between the Studio Mudprints channel and then your personal social networks. But tell me, is it any better in Canada? Because I want to believe it. It is. Well, Nova Scotia had the uh, well, basically played host to the uh, country's worst mass shooting in history. So there's that. What? Oh yeah, yeah, this was like over the weekend. Twenty-four people dead. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Like the last major, like the last shooting that was anywhere close to this was the Polytechnic uh, shooting from like, I think it was the seventies. What so the it's, fuck? It's How been come a, I haven't heard about this? I that's a good phone, question. But then my again, phone was dead, and I had to get it back <laughs> from the repair shop. That's yeah. why. <laughs> so basically, the the dude was stopped like on a main artery high, highway that connects where we are to where he was. Uh, he was on his way to the uh, to the city that we are in. So yeah. Oh, um, it was that now, close. God. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He uh, has succumbed. Unfo- well, I will. I won't say unfortunately because he's a piece of shit. But uh, he has succumbed to an acute case of lead poisoning, thirty times a lethal dose. So we don't have to worry about that fucker anymore, and we're not going to pay for his fucking jail cell. Simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I had seen. You know, obviously the he had been mimicking a officer of the law. He, he yeah. He, <laughs> He had two mock police cars, and they looked legit. Yeah. 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 So it's a uh, fucked up time, man. That, that's unfortunate. It really is. I am so sorry that someone decided to, like, LARP Grand Theft Auto, like, in your, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah. Not, not, not giving a shit. Just the worst. There's, like, 15 crime scenes. It's insane. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a uh, 100 kilometers worth of, of, of strife. It was, yeah. It's a bit much. Yeah, and knowing it's like right near, you know what I mean. That that's like the really fucked yeah. up thing, you know. Oh, knowing yeah. how close it can be, yeah, that's shitty. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we're glad you're doing well. What you know, what what kind of pisses us off is how many people are criticizing the RCMP with how they handled the situation. But like, how could they have handled it any differently? People mm-hmm. didn't know it was him. He it's was a, in a police car that looked just like theirs. It's a fluid situation. Like, you're adapting yeah. to it as it's happening. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I, uh, I commend them for what they did. I think they, they handled it brilliantly. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that all that happened, dude. Like, I, I I was just, like, trying to find some news bits and also... Fuck it. I'm gonna look at it later after the show. I don't. I don't necessarily want to. Yeah, there, there's a they they release a, an entire timeline. The RCMP did, so mm-hmm. you can you can read the uh, the whole thing as it went down. Huh. Are but how are you doing? How am I doing? Oh, I'm all right. I guess <laughs> I'm still alive. All things yeah. considered, <laughs> are, are people grossly yeah. still like? I did. I'll tell you right now. Okay, so where I am at. Uh, we are the third worst county for both, uh, in well practicing and enforcing said guidelines, and for, uh, in the valley at the very least, and it's climbing up there for also infections. We're getting infections left and right, so now I'm even more scared. And then, like, I didn't really talk about this, but I totally like Val and I thought we fucking had it in February. We were insanely sick. And we went and got the test, like, literally that Thursday. And we were in quarantine for seven days before they said everything was okay because our day jobs weren't exactly playing nice with uh, the time we missed. 
And yeah. we're still kind of dealing with that. Luckily, we're still gainfully employed. We even got a nice little raise, so that was nice. Um, but I digress. That, oh, man, it's just been a shit show, like, more and more. And then, like, even today, in one of the few, like, treks that we do make to the outside, um, we fucking, everybody is up in our grill. Like, dude, no one, like, no one is giving anyone sort of bubble the... The people that are the worst at it that I've noticed are in the one like I like they're starting public scenes like they're like visibly and audibly agitated and are fighting everyone around them are the old people. They're screaming. There's no fucking line. What are you doing? Why are you taking it? Like they're going off. And I'm just like, you are in in any like in what position you of all people, you of all demographics and walks of life. I it boggles my mind and yeah everybody here half the people here is just st- still singing the hoax um, storyline which by the way I, I don't make it a habit I I try not to and I invite these these two people are my best friends and my brothers I consider them and I respect them wholeheartedly and I do everything I can to not like speak on behalf of them if I can in regard to the direction and like the overall culture of the PPR brand. But if you fucking step anywhere near me, if you come at me with this hoax bullshit or uh, conspiracy shit, 5G shit, this like any of this nonsense, miss me with it. Get the fuck away. Catch a nice block and I could give a shit whether or not you listen or otherwise digest any of our content. So, uh, well, that, I've had heard to it here that. first. I've, yeah, I've and and blocking and like getting rid of those people. It's insane to me. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Just like and watching so many people practically put on neck braces, fucking to break their spines in half, trying to backpedal a a a person in one of the highest political positions of power that represents and advocates the well-being of our country just like casually and offhandedly suggests that we ingest or well not ingest i'm sorry inject an a disinfectant i i i'm not gonna spend this whole time doing this basically yeah. i'm not okay <laughs> i'm happy i'm here yeah. so, mm-hmm. but i'm not totally um, okay. I, I will say though like so as much as i'd love music to be my primary source of money uh all of my work dried up and um, basically, I uh, I supervise a drugstore, so it, it's ground zero for people that are sick. Yeah, the that aren't necessarily to be right now. telling people or telling the proper people that they are sick with certain symptoms that would, you know, prevent them from coming into our establishment because it's a, it's a huge risk to everyone there. So yeah, um, I'm a little frustrated when I see 200 cars going down the uh, down the way per minute. I'm really frustrated seeing, you know, tens of people clustered together in uh, in places where there really isn't that much uh, room to go around. And, uh, yeah, it's just it, it's it's frustrating to the point that I've been very demotivated lately to do anything at all. Mm-hmm. I, I, I end up just coming home and, you know, eating some quote unquote edibles and just drifting away. That's it. Mm hmm. It's not a bad idea, honestly. Maybe I should start doing that. <laughs> Only if it's legal. It's not. 
Nope, not quite. I mean, at this point, you know. Yeah, potato, potato. Yeah, like, dude. I I don't even want to go into the fucking joke that our, our was our um, mayoral announcement from the Facebook page for the uh, the city in which I live in. I, I dude, Andrew, is it like? Can you do you see more masks than shitty, angry, like entitled faces? Please, like, give me some hope here. I mean, in my personal experience, I will only go and and be out when it's uh, deemed only for essential. Employees, oh, yeah, a, a lot of our establishments, a lot of our grocery stores will have hours designated for essential employees to go. And that's the best time for oh. me to go. I, my wife, my two children do not go in stores. They will be in the car, perhaps, um, but they stay in the house. They go and play in the yard. They they walk around the neighborhood, but they maintain their distance. They don't go anywhere. And I, since I'm still going into work every day. I you know make sure I'm the only one going to stores. Um, you know I, I'm I'm seeing the people I'm around when I go to the stores are still adhering to the guidelines, but I think it's because they're all essential. We're still just trying to make sure that we're not. I got you. Either contracting, you know, possibly passing it to someone. Um, we're just trying to make sure that we're still able to get to work because in my line of work. Uh, if I'm not there and people aren't there, we're not going to answer the phone when you call for an ambulance or you call the police. Right. Uh, so it's unfortunately um, something that we're not getting as many of those kinds of calls now. Now it's more like we're just a uh, a hotline to <laughs> answer questions about what you can and cannot do right now. And I, I would say as as a state, I think Ohio has been trying really hard to be pretty progressive about a lot of the stuff that's in effect right now but yeah there's there's definitely people that are not adhering to the guidelines um but i you know we make sure we don't surround ourselves with them uh it's unfortunate that you know that's kind of our new normal but i'm willing to go and do that as long as it's necessary you know i mean that's just if that's the way it has to be until we know we're in the clear then that's what it's going to be well two days ago there was some progress with clinical testing on monkeys for potential vaccines, so we can only see. Sure, but even then, yeah. like it's going to be twenty twenty one at the earliest. At so least, like, yeah, yes. absolutely. And you know, I think exactly. as long as people that are aware that this is a serious thing and they don't like write it off as it not being so, as long as they're being diligent and they're doing what they can do, it's all we can really hope for. You can't change minds. You can't change people that are selfishly doing things because it's beneficial to them. Yeah, and we just can't worry about that subsect of the community the subsect of the country um we just can't like it can't dictate how we're going to try to be an example and try to be the people that are doing things the right way so i just wish that our province would do what the province beside us is doing because they're Mm -hmm. approaching like a a net negative here um from the the previous couple weeks Mm. Uh, they're they're on the way to recovering fully and uh right now no other province is (laughs) yeah I get it. New Brunswick doesn't have anything going on in it. It's a boring ass place. But like, uh, dude, come on. I just wish people would get together. Yeah. I, dude, as long as Karen's out there screaming that she need to get her fucking hair did, then we're it's 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 only getting we're we're gonna hit yeah. our second waves. We're gonna you know hit what? some that's, new that's, peaks. That's what I like to call the purebred Karen. 
Oh, dude. <laughs> like it's the purest. The, going has, there, has papers right? and everything, man. Just as pure <laughs> well, as you, you can get. get. <laughs> well, when you get a group of Karens together, you call that a privilege. <laughs> they fucking they just pri- go about like, spouting their bullshit. That's it's really good. Of Karen's very good, very good. I am yeah, so, I'm a fan of that. So, with that being said, let's let's go ahead and move on to uh one of the healthiest exercises as recommended by the CDC. Officially, yeah. stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah. Those motherfuckers. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about what's in our console, um, and we'll get that going. Meow. Mm-hmm. Right. Meow. All right, so um, Andrew, you decide. I hate. I, I I've been doing it the last couple times. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick, or you and Sarah fight it out. I'm I'm more uh, than happy to go first because mine can be pretty quick. I kind of alluded to it earlier about the division two. That's primarily what I've been playing. Not good. Uh, if if you're <laughs> if you're concerned about this current climate that we're in, that game that game's that game's it hits a bit different <laughs> when it's happening in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, not great, but. I will say what happened was this game, it came out last year and it's not really been doing well from a player base division two. Yes. Uh, it hasn't been doing well from a player standpoint in terms of the populated, uh, you know, concurrent players, things like that. Like, like, yeah, it it, it just kind of like came and went as soon as it came out. So in February, Ubisoft sold, uh, the copies of the game, on all platforms for like two ninety nine. It was a fucking fire sale. Like three bucks, buy it, and it worked because they got probably more players in that world when they sold it for three dollars than they've had for any division game. Um and it was smart because what I ended up doing is I went and bought it and bought it for three of my friends on Xbox One who I'd played Gears of War with pretty seriously back when Gears Three was out on three sixty. And I was like, this would be kind of a cool co-op game to get into. Like, it's going to cost me $9 to buy it for them. I already had it. So I was like, you know, $9 and we can play a co-op game together. It'd be kind of cool. And, and we've been sticking with it for like the last month or so. Um, it's good. But yeah, definitely the storyline has started to kind of take a, a turn for the worse as we're progressing through the main storyline. Um, you know, it, it's been okay. Uh, it definitely has its faults and... I think the new content doesn't help it that much, but it's a it's a grindy loot based shooter. You know, it's like Borderlands, it's like Destiny. It's you don't really play it to think about it, you just play it to kinda of have something to do. So it's been a nice distraction uh during these last few weeks. And I think it keeps on going on sale. Like it was on sale for three dollars for a bit there. And then I mean, it, and then it I, went then it went back up price like and then it went back down again. Pass at this point. Uh, if it hasn't, it should probably soon. Yeah. Um, which you mentioned that I just saw that Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be on Game Pass next month. Like that shit's wild. 
Like that is Game Pass is where it's at right now. I hate to say it, and I'm you know I'm not partial to any one platform oh, or the other, but Xbox I'm has been Xbox has been doing some good things. So I'm I'm excited that they're I really pushing that. F- my my live just like expired, which sucks. But I've like I I got my um, pass going. I was gonna see if I can grab. I'm at a position right now where I have too much to play. Yeah. To like justify, where I want, but I. But I really, really, really want to get uh, Fantasy Star Online going. Yeah. Because that came out. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and it did. Mm-hmm. I, and I didn't actually miss out on the beta. Um, but I have my USB keyboard all set, and I'm, like, down to fucking... I also looked into... I'm, I'm trying to, right now, find a uh, multi-platform shark board. It's an old Mad Cat's mm-hmm. fucking peripheral mm-hmm. for the GameCube. Yes, yes. Uh because I've now been able to secure and set up uh, Fantasy Star Online, the original, onto an independent server. But Does it I use, like, sp- the like warp pipe like they did when they did Mario Kart Online? No, it's much more advanced. Is it? Okay. It uses it, yeah, and there's entire Reddit, um, there's entire, like, Reddit threads and uh, portals that are fucking totally dedicated to it, like, dozens of servers. Like, I, I was, again looking into something that I can mess with and I kind of want to play it concurrently with two and kind of get really into it. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you what I did instead in my other project when it's my go around, but yeah. that's something that I've been considering. But other than that, like dude, um, indivisible is on games pass right now. Mm-hmm. Jump force, uh, fucking like so many things. I'm like, Oh man, I can't like, I wanted to play that. Um, dude. And I've been, t- I've been telling you this for God knows how long Panjagoon Orta yeah. is on fucking games pass right now, mm-hmm. which also, um, I missed and I need to get soon is the Panjagoon remake that's out on Switch right I saw now. Saw that, yeah. In fact, I I hope you played that, Sarah. Or you got a chance to play it? Uh, no, because I'm going to be covering the limited uh, limited run games version when it when it releases. Uh, I got you. I I ordered that one. I got the stupid case and everything. Which mm-hmm. yeah, looking mm-hmm. looking forward to that one. Yeah, but um, they're, they're going to be uh, also sending along Shadowgate Classic as well. So that's pretty cool. Is that the RPG? It's like a point-and-click adventure that was on the NES and various old computers. I love the shit out of that game, hmm. and I really want to see how the remake holds up. Yeah, never did get a chance to review it when it first came out ages ago, but now is a good chance. Absolutely. Oh man, I had to sack mine copy to make a, a repro of Mr. Gimmick. <laughs> kind of sacrifices had like, to be made. It was the only donor cart that was compatible, and I'm like, mm, oh but. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Division Two. So playing that, uh, like once a week. You know, it's just kind of like our, um, you know, so, evening, evening, couple hours to play a game and just talk and just kind of, you know, it, it's just cool to kind of like shoot the shit and, and just kind of catch up on stuff. But we're playing it. It's like it, it's not we're paying attention to it necessarily. We're just playing it kind of like in the background, just something to do while we're just trying to catch up and stuff. So it's it's been so, nice. But you've taken time from Destiny to go to the division <laughs> now. Uh, yeah. Like, and I just got back to Destiny uh, for their current event, which is the Guardian Games, which was supposed to be their uh, seasonal event for the Olympics. Which now the Olympics aren't happening, so. They have now coined it the Guardian Games, where it's a competition between the three classes, uh, Titans, Warlocks, and Hunters. And it's been dominated by Titans because they're... A broken class. A broken class, and it's like, you know, it's easy mode for the game. So I I do that, but it's more like the same thing. It's like just turning in quests, just doing something randomly. I don't really pay attention to it. I just listen to podcasts in the background while I'm playing the game. It's weird that Bungie 
like I'm I, I they have to be aware of the disparity. They are think that yes, and they've had um quite a few different um you know, like um they have this thing called This Week at Bungie. It's a weekly update on the status of the game, what they're doing to fix it, what they're doing to control certain aspects of the game that are broken. And they've been very vocal about, hey, we know there's some like dissension between the players and, you know, uh, Trials is a big one right now because Trials of Osiris came back, which is like their uh, high ranking player versus player event. So like it's like the sweatiest thing in Destiny and it's completely broken on PC. Uh, a lot of cheaters. So they're trying to address that. So there's been definitely a lot of criticism of the game. And I think they're trying to address that. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, is it Luke Smith? X one yeah. up. That's kind of like their main community yes, guy. That, that... And, you know, he's trying his best and I've always kind of liked him even from the one up days. So I know he's trying his best, but it is just, it's a very hostile group of players right now that just want the content and they want it to work. Um, so, I mean, they might get there, but yeah, I mean, I still dip into destiny, but division has been a nice distraction from that for sure. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I I kind of like all right. Say you're you're piquing my interest because I would love. It's been a while since you and I have played a game online. Yeah. Uh, regularly, are there any classes in Division that? If there is, I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. I just pick up Cl- guns. Like and... citizen, uh, militia man, uh, concerned no. citizen. <laughs> this guy has a camo hat. This guy <laughs> likes this gun that he's shooting. Yeah, it's it's about as mindless as you could expect, man. There's not okay. much depth to it. It's just something to do in the background for fun. Um, But we did talk about switching it up and going to Gears 5 and playing that co-op because we all have it on Game Pass. And I did. I'll start, dude, I'll straight up start that shit right, yeah. all over again okay. to play it with you guys. Okay, I'm down with that, absolutely, because we would need a fourth because I don't think the other guy had it. So, yeah, I'd be down for that 100%. We'll have to coordinate that. And fuck, dude, I wish we had the equip, the equipment to properly stream it too. But mm. yeah, I'll figure something out. I'm I'm still trying to fuck with streaming stuff over this way. I don't have the PC to do it, but I'll I'll look into it for sure. Um, the only other game I played of any kind of length, um, and I, I did play quite a few games since the last time we recorded. Uh, I reviewed a few of them on the site. So if people want to check that out on PressPauseRadio.com. I had reviewed Broken Lines on Steam. It's a isometrical tactics-based shooter, kind of this, like the vein of XCOM. Uh, mm. Surprisingly, liked it way more than I thought it was going to. I, I really enjoyed its mechanics. And uh, Bubble Bobble for Friends on the Switch. Uh, Wait, okay, the so absolute the absolute that. perfect game right now for me having my kids stuck at home uh, that don't play video games and just kind of doing something with them and having them experience something. Uh yeah, Bubble Bobble for Friends was a cool multiplayer game that uh it's kind of in the vein of in my opinion something like Kirby's Epic Yarn where you can play it and there's challenge and there's depth to it but there's no fail state in the game. So really? if you keep on Ooh. unsuccessfully completing the objective, you have an option to become invincible basically. So you can complete the stage no matter how many times you do you, know, you still objective. have that ghoul that comes out if you take too long in a section? I've been, dude, I've been Not wanting to try seen. it. Not that I've seen. Because Strictly Limited is the physical distributor, yeah. and I actually really want to get that one physical. And 
I actually, I, I really wanted to review that, but I didn't get the chance. Like, we're still like running North, behind on some other stuff. North American uh, version is actually available now. It is, yes, and um, oh, for limited run. Yeah. No, uh, they they just they released a regular physical edition uh, via GameStop, EB Games, etc. Mm. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, it, it it came out uh, post quarantine though, so it'll be after everything is opens back open up. Because it, uh, it, it originally yeah. came out in I think Japan and the UK last year in the fall, yeah, and then they released it over here stateside. Which, uh, which a lot of those games, like uh, out of Japan, they actually have the English uh, options in them too. Already, so it might, yeah. yeah, it's it might be you'd be like it's so insane how easy it is to import on Switch digitally yeah. and physically. Like, um, I am Setsuna, for example. Like, I I grab that up physically mm-hmm. just because I have it on PlayStation Four. But I'm like, the Switch is the only console that I have anything remote. Like, I I don't even want to talk. Like, I have a Pro and a One now. They're both filled up. I don't yeah. know fucking how. It, it 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 drives me insane. Just Final Fantasy VII remake alone. I'm I didn't even want to get gigs. it. Dude, I didn't even want to get it physically just to be like an elitist like shelf candy snob. I just did it for pra- like I I was just like there I don't want to delete 20 games. I want to mm. delete 12. Like yeah. <laughs> I oh, but uh the Switch is the only like practical console at the moment to get stuff for it. and like I was thinking, "Oh, okay, I can um, I can axe I Am Setsuna on PS4, and I can grab it up on Switch. And, like, you can only get physical copies uh, for it uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, you pop it into your North American Switch, it's the North American version of the game. The region, a lot of the region coding, if it if it's a game that exists within that database that I've learned, it'll automatically translate it for you. Wow. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. Um, I got... Bad. I got Kamiko, and I believe Sarah did too, digitally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it was in Japanese. Mm-hmm. The moment it came stateside, it it now it's a Japanese copy, but it plays That's in English. That's smart, man. It's the way to do it. Like, like, what's the point, you know? Like, you're still giving them the money for the game. doesn't matter where you're getting it from, you um, know? Capcom... I guess the... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Capcom beat-em-up collection, physical yeah. only in Japan, does the same shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Belt Good. action collection, quote-unquote. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've been really wanting to grab that cause it, it's funny that you mentioned that, um, like those are the, that, that series is one of the series that Val and I have a lot of fun playing. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I don't have a lot of familiarity with that. And I kind of expressed that in the review that I had been playing, you know, obviously like the, Oh dude. Yeah, I was going to ask if you had played a previous, but not like really. Earliest, no, um, the earliest I played it was in 1990, and um, I've just kind of loved it. It, it. To me, it's one of the best two-player games on the NES. Mm-hmm. But even then, like we, like okay, so like we, since I got the Raya going, I finally got like a reasonable opportunity to play Bubble Symphony. So we played the fuck out of Bubble Symphony, which is still, in my opinion, one of the better Bubble entries. Um, if you have the Taito Arcade collections on PS2. Volume two has the last bubble entry, Bubble Memories, which that, that one's fucking weird. It is dog shit. It is like uh, Paper Mario uh, on Wii U. I don't even remember the subtitle for that one. Weird in the fact that it just something about door. Maybe I don't know. That was yeah, uh, no, that GameCube. is GameCube. Oh, I don't okay. fucking remember. Yeah, I think it's color, color something uh, on Wii U. But anyway, uh, Bubble Memories was insane in. That one was pretty neat to play, but then I saw I'm like, okay, this one's a little like more down to its roots, but it's got like some weird like nostalgia factor to it. Mm-hmm. But I've been and I've been wanting to grab it, but 
again, the, that list always grows, and sure. with that list, there's never enough time. And, so and, and, I'm and happy you. It does have the original in there, like a little arcade cab that you can play the original on, which I thought was a nice touch for sure. Oh, that is neat. It is really cool. Um, yeah, and I think they have already said DLCs coming. Uh, for anyone that owns it, I don't know what that DLC is specifically. It already released in uh, uh, Japan, the UK, so. I wonder if it's like a Rainbow Islands expansion because Rainbow Islands is like it's like dude when it comes to it that, technically that series, is a sequel yeah mm. dude when it comes to that series you have no like one of my like joys with getting the Doc Brown um in in the Marty was uh getting the FM Towns Marty version of Bubble Bobble yeah. like I want to be able to play this stupid fucking game like eleven times yeah and believe me I have found a way to do it to do it, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I obviously I played like Puzzle Bobble. It's like the only real experience I had with that yeah, universe. Do, 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 do. Um, but yeah, it was uh, cool. It, it was good for the girls. Like it was just them, you know, having fun playing. They didn't know what they're doing, but like I said, no fail state. So just have fun with it. So yeah, that's crazy. That's I'm I'm actually super stoked that it's it approachable. That. You know, for really anyone. And then there is obviously you play through None the main. The other ones are well, uh, well, of... you play through the main <laughs> right. thing, and then you unlock the harder difficulty, and that's where you get a lot of the challenge. For sure. So there is that depth if yeah. you do require it. Um, but yeah, I dug it. Um, the only other game I played, and I was super pumped about this, and they kind of like had like a Nintendo Direct Mini that they announced it, or maybe they announced it before that. Uh, Bravely Default 2 is coming to the Switch, and they have a demo that's oh. released for it. Really? Yes. Yes. Huh. And I absolutely adored Bravely Default on the 3DS. Uh, that demo dropped for Bravely Default, and I can probably say I put like a good thirty to forty hours into just the demo, and and then the game came out, and I played a shit ton of it. Uh, and I'm I so really pumped. Liked it. I really liked it, but you know what? Every time I think about like, like, dude, Octopath Traveler, that's still like right there that I need to put like some serious TLC into, and like yeah. I can't. Um. God damn it. I'll have to check out that demo then. There's been a lot of demos that have been like there has. dropping. Absolutely. And, and and I just don't I I okay. Not only that, but like if you guys haven't already popped into your eShop and checked out like the Capcom sale that's going on on eShop, which yeah. is great. Um Between the Gardens, one of the most charming, beautiful, and just oh dude. I I, I, I swiped it immediately because it's seven bucks right now. And yeah. I'm like I end up buying like um fuck they have a bunch of sales on Switch uh Cosmic Star Heroin I bought like super cheap um it's a good homage to Chrono Trigger absolutely and uh what's the what's the um is it G R I S I don't know how to pronounce it oh Gris you yeah got Gris is so nice. good super cheap on Switch I was like hell yeah like I've been looking at that forever and wanted to buy it uh Saturday morning RPG I bought for like a buck. Like, there's just been stuff on there. Like, the indie games have been selling like crazy because they've been so super cheap. So, it's a good time to clean up. Um, but, yeah, Bradley Default Demo. If you get a chance to check it out, I would recommend it. Uh, IGN Seth Macy uh, was talking about how he loved the 3DS version so much because of the Street Pass feature. And mm-hmm. I completely 100% agree. That was one of the best things about going to PAX was having my 3DS with me and doing the Street Pass feature and having all these people in my town. Uh, contributing and like giving items and stuff like that. So I would love to see them implement something like that on the Switch somehow, like some kind of a social element to the game. Uh, but yeah, Just, you I, know, don't I, wallet behind Nintendo Online. That's 
No. Uh, one... Yeah, that's a good point, I guess. I forgot about that. That's <laughs> we maybe get that structure fixed before we start implementing some there of those features. There is one particular game that's on sale right now that um, I was actually going to do a late to the party on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valferis, if you guys oh, have the yeah. opportunity, dude, it's it fucked is, up. <laughs> it is so good. Like it is, I it is definitely one of those sleeper games that like definitely oh. went by it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it like it takes like just imagine like the the aesthetic and the just a presentation of like a a gorier and even more I don't know a sci-fi heavy metal take but like of the heavy metal movie franchise not just heavy metal as a music genre and the music but also it's like, like imagine heavy metal meets um HG Geiger yes it looks that's like, a fucking an amazing it looks kind of like that uh serious sam game that mommy's best games did a while back do you remember that i think it yes yeah i think it, it kinda, plays yeah it, it it plays a little similar to that but it it's it definitely has like this uh, a Contra meets Blackthorn vibe, just because it's it's not just blind run and gun. Mm-hmm. You really yeah. have to uh, micromanage essentially your not only the abilities in which you enhance the main character, but also the weapons and what you choose to level up. And it it has such a synchrony between shooting and melee, and how you're able to use those two things. I didn't even know you were familiar with it, sir. Oh yeah, it, no, I bought it. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so good. Yeah. It is so fucking good. I I was pleasantly surprised when I um checked that out, and I really want to get a feature going on the site for that too. But that yeah, is man, on like, sale right now. How, how much is it I, going I actually, for USD? Uh, eight bucks. Okay. And it also comes. It's a it's a part of a two pack with Slain. So I think I saw. The, yeah, yeah, I'm not familiar with that other game. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'll look that up. Okay. Um, nice. And then I think there was another game, Adrenaline, I believe, or uh, Ascension. Ascension. It looked like a really neat puzzle platformer, but like from a first-person perspective, 59 cents. I grabbed that up. Yeah, yeah. There's been, and I think that they started doing that because I remember the NBA 2K game sold for like a buck at one point, and they did just to like make it the top-selling game on the market. And it kind of makes sense, you know, like they put a game on there for a buck, like people are going to buy it. Like it don't really matter what it is. Yeah. So. Revenge yeah. of the Bird King did a uh, did a similar thing where it was like, oh, 10 yeah, cents. I grabbed that. Yeah, yeah, I grabbed that, too, for 10 cents. I didn't I, even I, I like, picked it up with the uh, with uh, gold the points. Only. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. What am I going to do with these Why things? Not? Yeah. My Nintendo oh, points. Like, OK, cool. Yeah. Here you go. Is that or a wallpaper or something? I for guess. Sure, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you guys should definitely check out the sales section of eShop mm-hmm. if you haven't. I know. I know that's probably the last thing you want to do on your Switch, which I'll get to at the moment. But Daruna actually picked up um, the uh, Ace Attorney game. Oh, really did she? I really okay. Yeah. I don't know how many times I can fucking buy that game. I just I don't because <laughs> uh, like, I I grabbed though, right? the trilogy up on my iPhone too. Yeah. Um, and it luckily is one of the few that survived like the uh, iOS 13 like migration. But ah, hmm. oh, dude. Um. Which man, good on fucking, good on Vlambeer for still keeping Super Crate Box going. Oh Holy hell yeah, shit. that that game will never fucking nope. die. It's always gonna Ever. be on. That's that's also on Switch now too. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I can. I don't know how many times I can own that game. Um. But anyway, 
Andrew, yes, sir. what else? I, other than the fact that you're making a nice little grocery list. I am. Yours. I'm sitting here like on, on my wish list to see what's on sale right now on my Switch. Sorry. Um, that's about it. Uh, the only thing I would say other than uh, the games I mentioned, I I kind of fucked with Stadia again there for a little bit because I've had Stadia <laughs> since launch. And um, I will say it was kind of nice to have Thumper on there. I was just fucking around with Thumper. Okay for a little bit and I was like this is kind of cool like yeah it's it work well or what what's that did it work well or um in my situation it does only because I think that if you have a lot of fucking Google products in your house it seems to work just a little bit better oh my god uh cuz I I fully have engrossed myself in the Google um got that brand loyalty hey I do well I just invested in some uh Google Nest uh Wi-Fi routers because um now Courtney is teaching from home so having internet capabilities to kind of meet the demand of us like having her teaching classes and our daughter going to school at home now is kind of an essential thing with the internet. So I got Nest uh, routers and that also having the Chromecast and also having like a lot of that Google infrastructure already in place seems to make it seem like it works okay, but I'm not going to... Have... Do you guys have the fiber in your area? No, God, no, no. We have yeah. a faster speed internet, but not, not fiber, unfortunately. That's... That's this whole situation of the pandemic, if anything, has put in an immense the demand of broadband and how it's like an essential thing now. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, but even then, just the bitrate quality of like visual, like everything, just so that way, I I don't know, like how many, like I'm paranoid because I'm using my consumer services for my work from home responsibilities which is like my job should they be paying for that wouldn't you think they they won't no i know but i mean like you know is i imagine the district isn't paying courtney for the use of your guys's internet exactly no, of course not of course not i'm using my fucking cell phone and i've used my cell phone for calling more than i ever have in the last 11 years and i'm waiting for my carrier to be like hey what are you doing like hey what's up you okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? Why do I why do I see like the same number calling you uh about 50 times, 60 times a day? Yeah. Like, you know, all coming out of p- like, you know, what's up? Yeah, what's going on? Uh yeah. But yeah, so... but I will say Stadia, it may work for me in some random every once in a while instances, but by no means should you go buy that. Uh it is free right now for I think 2 months if you want to try it. But don't 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 buy that. Don't don't buy it. Just I it. hey, we all have to have our ooyah moment, and this is mine. Mm-hmm. So I I get that freebie. I get that one pass, and this this is it. Stadia is my. Do you ooyah. get a pass? I I don't feel it. Where's mine? Well, okay, <laughs> okay. Maybe you can get a couple of digs, and I guess I may have at some point in time in our ten years may have ribbed you a little bit for the ooyah, just a little bit. I don't even know. I, okay, since Razer took down the store, I haven't plugged mine in. I don't even know if it's functional anymore. Ugh. Because I've been in the middle of this stupid fucking sure, project. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I've I literally the only I have I have tails to recant. So <laughs> I like. Hmm. But I'll save myself. Yeah. Or, or do you, or do you want do you want to go next there or shall or shall I just like jump in? Uh, you can jump in. Okay. Jumping. 
bought these um, off-market HDMI selectors, which will work on my non-4K TV, which I have here in the back for, like, just casual, and I decided to move it over there. I still have HDMI selectors for you guys. I still have the Dreamcast. I still have, like, it's all in a stupid fucking pile that I need to stuff in, like, if you guys only saw, like, that's just, just boxes. We're taking a great tour here, everyone. Yeah. I see it. <laughs> I see some uh the great USPS boxes out here. Yeah, dude, that I still need to get together. It is That room's bigger than my living room, what? Oh dude, yeah, that's why everything's in here. Like fucking <laughs> It is it is a nightmare. But yeah, it doesn't emit the proper E D I D signal to properly sync and broadcast through the T V. And the L G T V that I got, the four K T V, it's dog shit. It just it loses connection. It it's black levels. Like I was I've been very disappointed with that stupid fucking TV since I got it. You guys know this. I've talked about yes, it. Yes. It's replaced. It's gone. It is now, funny enough, I was trying to find something to do with it. Um when Val and I were sent home from our uh our day job to do our work from home, um, they sent us home with a monitor apiece, mm-hmm. uh, like as far as the work equipment. And we normally perform our work responsibilities from two monitors. So in trying to make the situation as accommodating and as acclimating as I can, I gave her my monitor and I used my stupid fucking LG TV <laughs> as a work monitor using an HDMI to VGA adapter. Yeah. And even then, it still like struggles to keep proper connection. So I'm just like, well, it, I mean, it does, but it'll the the bit rate will crash in, in in regard to the conversion. I'm just like, and I know it's that stupid fucking TV. So I have now. Gone with far more superior Vizio smart TV. I love this fucking TV. But it also has a EDID signal conflict. So I need to get some monoprice Blackbirds to fucking... And I need to get three of them. And they're like 120 bucks a piece. So that's on my uh, grocery list of equipment. Along with some BNC RCA adapters they happen to make that are gold-plated. Will keep a better signal for my Extrons and will also lock in more. Which there are also been on my radar and some better 4K cables because that's another thing. If you don't have the right 4K cable, mm. it doesn't keep the consistency of, of, of what you need to send. And sometimes it doesn't even register properly with a goddamn TV. So that's what I'm working with. Um, also tried to get two consumer televisions from Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. They both fucking not worked. Uh, oh. and, like, and I tried to... Pro- well... The, the the shitty thing about the second one is I had to drive 45 minutes mm-hmm. and then they left it on the porch and I plugged it in and they I was sure that it was working and that like I could then just uh, PayPal them and I plugged it in didn't work I brought like stuff with me I did this all on a stranger's porch yeah yeah and then I just like a piece like I'm fucking, out fuck your TV I'm out yeah yeah so now I'm just like I think I'm just gonna bite the bullet and just get a PVM. So that's I've been looking at the PL fourteen L five because it can do standard def and high def. Um, so that's in my little list, and that's also because of the ergonomics and structure of that television. The fact that it is like a cube that I could just shift on its side easily, mm-hmm. and it also doesn't weigh very much. It'll be the easiest thing. So that's also on my list. Um, I am getting my ColecoVision back from modding through a reputable modder, as well as also a 3DO with a, a USB drive modification to where I can just flash the entire library through a USB drive. Because nice. um, I wanted a 3DO again, and it's funny. 
I, I gave my 3DO to Brandon. Uh, you know, people might know him as Cookie, my best friend mm-hmm. who, who, who had passed on. Um, and it came right back into my possession, and it's somewhere in my garage, actually, and I can't find it. Mm-hmm. So I decided to grab that. Um, and then I also got a 7800. It's uh, video modded. Um, and then finally... Before I get into the actual shit I've been playing, sorry, I'm just letting you guys know because um, your current state. I can't go to Japan. Yeah. So I'm getting all that money back, and then between some other like, basically this whole thing is kind of sped up. Like the oh fuck, I can get my room done a lot faster, and then um, I, I I did run into some snafus, but I'll, I'll get the room done fucking faster, basically, yeah. which I'm pretty excited about. I, I was a little irritated about something, though. Um, so Retro HQ is doing a, a flash cart for the Atari Jaguar, known as now the Jaguar Game Drive. Uh, they can all Basically, all flash carts can no longer legally use the term SD. Uh, ScanDisk fucking sued. Oh, uh, so, damn. Um, they've had to retroactively rename a lot of um, flash carts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it went from the Jaguar SD to the Jaguar GD, the Game Drive. Um, and it is planned to have future, uh, accessibility to allow for the Jaguar CD library as well as the cart library all in one. Because of that, like other ODE flash carts, like the Mega SD from Terra Onion, you can't actually have the physical fucking unit plugged in because it, uh, conflicts with the, uh, bus drive mm. that uses the connection. So... I did the one thing any sane person would. I did not remove my CD attachment. I got a second Jaguar. Sure. <laughs> no, for no, the sure. sole purpose. Yeah, of course. Of just running this fucking game drive so that way I could still Con- have my original Convenience. Plug-in. Yeah, just... Uh-huh. So there's that. And then finally, um, which I'll get into, I, I, I got into fucking with my PSP again. And then I'm just like, man, I would love to consoleize my PSP and I was one like this got to be easy right and then like I could have sworn famous there was, last like, words some... <laughs> dude yeah. it, it's actually not like there's one thing that's really tricky and then I'm figuring it out and and no joke um uh Jessica from uh dot com uh might just answer because they're claiming that they offer PayPal but I couldn't find it in the checkout um but anyway Holy shit! I don't even want to. I, I so basically, I have my doubts that I'm uh, shopping with a reputable merchant at this moment, uh-huh. but I'm getting a um, third party, uh, third party aftermarket peripheral that can basically, uh, it's a USB dongle that plugs into your PSP that can then uh, install some custom firmware that allows it to wirelessly work with a. DualShock controller. It's not actually a DualShock controller. It's just a like a knockoff clone controller. Mm. But it allows you to wirelessly, like, basically play your PSP without using the PSP as a controller, um, yeah. without using its own native interface for control. Um, it even has this really neat feature where um, it natively detects like the camera functions and the interface of like for Assassin's Creed, for example, on PSP. It'll use the square and triangle buttons and uh, whatnot to move the camera left and right. Mm-hmm. It, because it detects that that's a camera function, it'll automatically map, Remap it, it to your right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smart. Um, so 
I've been really wanting to play Crisis Core, and I started fucking with Crisis Core again because Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I'll get into. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just like, all right, how do I play this on the TV? I want to, but I don't want to. Like, I was thinking about getting adrenaline hacked into my PlayStation TV, but I'm like, I don't want to fuck with my playstation tv because like i don't even know what firmware went on and mm -hmm. i kind of just want to leave that alone and i was really hoping that crisis like core would just be available on the playstation network because there is a lot of psp games that still are nope, nope. it is still one of the games that's and it's one of the bets it's like i i would easily say top five of the psp library and it's fucking bizarre that it's not there so Square Enix and sony forced my fucking hand uh i i now am acquiring a level hike um, scalar out video output for the PSP that will basically uh, 4K scale this fucking the output of the visuals to up to 1080p mm -hmm. um, and it'll even change the aspect ratio it'll scale it to where because uh, if you use the component cables which I have it had like and there are some PPR play plays um, on on our YouTube where you where I've covered some PSP games like Prinny I believe Mega Man and so on and we've there it's a pretty fucking insane letterbox which it shouldn't there i mean the game is capable the system's capable of outputting some fucking wonderful visuals mm -hmm. um so that yes, yes. so um <laughs> i got that accessory coupled with it and then i decided to check out the m classic i'm like of all the opportunities to mess with this thing I feel like this system was the most appropriate. I don't think it's really necessary for like a PlayStation 3 or 360 or even a Switch for that matter or a Wii U, which is like the uh, promoted other consoles to fuck with. I don't know. I'm, I have it, so I might as well like kind of check it out and see whether or not I should invest in multiple dongles. Um, but I know that some people like for people who are doing like the, uh, the HDMI out uh, for the Dreamcast or the GameCube, they also go that route mm. because it does an, a really cool job of cleaning up those visuals. So I'll definitely get back to you guys on that. Um, but yeah, that that's my grocery list of shit uh, to get together as far as the... His at-home uh, uh, project. Yeah, to get a, a nice little production office and game room going to where we can start producing like probably some high-end-ass video content that... Uh, we can get some shit going on. Um, now into the games. I got a Neo SD, and I also got a custom video board for my Omega because my Omega's video board was kind of like eh, kind of crapping out, and also doesn't work really well with scalers. I know I sang the the Omega's praises uh, not too recently, or actually a little too recently mm -hmm. on a previous episodes. I still sing its praises, but. Um, what was one of its like coolest features back in the aughts, the early aughts when it first came out, is now one of its lamer aspects. Is it it was so versatile with video options like composite, S video, component, RGB with SCART. Um, but it because of all those options, it kind of diluted like the fidelity of going full blown RGB or component. So uh, there is a independent modder in in the retro modification scene known as Tian Feng who has made these boards available, the uh, multi-out boards, which I showed you guys in previous conversation, um, and installed it into my Omega so I can use HD retrovision cables for the Genesis 2. Fucking, like, insane. Like, I, I, I'm i about to show you all a picture right now of me playing motherfucking Windjammers because, oh, yeah. dude, let me tell you, yeah, the, the top-rated fighting game on Giant Bomb. Um... 
Yeah, of course, without but, question. Yeah, like Dave like Lang's David game of the Lang, year. David yeah. Lang's fucking <laughs> beer of choice. Uh-huh. Um, but I sent you guys like that that output, and let me tell you, it is it is the brightest goddamn game in the world now with um what I've done with it with that board and those cables, and then the uh, Neo SD, another Terra Onion product. Um, oh wait. Hold on, I sent that to the wrong thread. I was gonna say, I was like, hmm, I'm not seeing it yet. I messaged so my weird. girlfriend, so she's just gonna be like, <clears throat> like, hey, what, you what, like what's wind this video game shit you're sending me? Fuck. Anyway, um, there you guys go. Uh, Ooh. so, yeah, dude, it 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 just it's so damn bright. Yeah, it's it so is. damn bright, but so damn good. Um, with the Neo SD, I was able to load and organize for the first time, which I still need to do between my other carts the entire mvs library and i got to fuck around with some like games that i've always wanted to mess around with um like ragnarok the fucking oh yeah r- 3d rendered donkey kong country ass fighting game which is actually a really good game and also it was and made by saurus mo- wasn't it yeah oh it's yeah. the same people did uh prehistoric no uh same people did captain tomade uh nope ironclad ironclad no and you know what else they did they did prehistoric isle 2 no, oh, they yes, did Shock yep, Trooper. Right. Shock they also Troopers did Shock Trooper. Yeah, yeah. Really? second mission. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, huh. dude. So the, the a lot of people believe that nearly every game for the Neo Geo was primarily first party. And they're right. They, like they had a very Nintendo quality in terms of like all that shit was just them. But they also had uh, their own R and D divisions. Like ADK was Alpha. Uh, SNK was more of the traditional. They brought in Data East, like fucking yeah. Windjammers is a Data East game. Um, God, uh, Soros, Vi- Vicarious, Visco. Visco, thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> fuck, there's um, a few others that are escaping my mind at this moment, but they had a lot of second parties. Um, but yeah, I got to fuck around Even with Even Taito and Hudson were on board too. Yeah, Puzzle Bobble. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And. Uh, Hudson with Neo Bomberman. Bomberman, And I don't know who owns Neo Mr. Do, or Mr. Doe, sorry, uh, which I have yet to fuck with. Um, But yeah, no, I've got to mess around with a lot of games that I've always read about but never got the chance to really enjoy, like Robo Army. Man, I fucked around with Robo Army. I got the whole library there, and I was super excited. Now, um, it's kind of rendered my Neo Geo CD next to it a little moot, but there are some Neo Geo exclusives that like I'm still enjoying. And plus, like, I had the Neo Geo running through uh, S Video, mm-hmm. so I figured, oh, you know, nice little like I have a means to do the comparison. But I'm keeping my Neo Geo stock. I'm not going to do the ODE uh, modification that's out for it right now. Um, I was, but anyway, I'm super stoked to own that, and I was able to get like a really good deal on it because Terra Onion is not fucking making any more at the moment. I think until they rebrand, so they have been out of stock for months, and I'm just like, I'm I'm just gonna jump on this. Um, so I grabbed it up, um, and I've been messing around with that. Now on to the three games I've been primarily playing. Uh, I'm gonna start with Animal Crossing. Whole okay. <laughs> You guys, I've always crapped on Animal Crossing. I feel awful. So, I mean, have you played a lot of I, it prior to? No. Okay. I the most I played was on Cube, and I didn't care for. Yeah, it. Yeah, I played a lot on 3DS I thought, for sure. I thought you did like Animal Crossing as a series, and like the last game that I really, really sank some time into was the GameCube version as well. I I was fine with it. I I didn't dislike it, but I I just. 
I feel like the original especially does not respect your time. Like it, it's very no. like it was very little payoff, for, but at the same time, like it was still very early. Like it, 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 it it's a pioneer of that for concept. What it's done, yeah. but like, yeah, Miss, but, Mr. Rossetti was definitely an egregious factor. To wow. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And you know what's funny is like, if there's any game that would require Mr. Rossetti's services at this moment, it's this fucking one, the one that's being exploited the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I tried to get into New Leaf, but like, again, it was one of those, like, you know, I just, I don't have the patience. And then like, like, this is Val shit. Oh man. I had no idea, like how, how much of a bright burning torch she carried for this series. And like, it's funny. It never really came, it came up here and there, but like most, my primarily Pokemon was like her shit. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh no, dude, wait until the next Animal Crossing comes out. That's all I'm going to fuck with. And you just watch. You'll fuck with it, too. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I watch her get into it more and more, and I'm getting curious. I'm like, okay, I'll grab it. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> so, I grab it. It It's gorgeous. It's it's weirdly, like, of the Animal Crossing aesthetic, it is, like, probably the most, like, fluent. Like, the one that has, like, I, I would say the most aesthetically pleasing like i i feel like their art style was always built around like the concession of what previous systems could do yeah um well especially but, since the gamecube version that we got was basically just a slight an ever so slightly enhanced version of the n64 but yeah i i was animal crossing on the n64 originally Don't yes it was known as it animal called, forest yeah. oh, okay yeah. okay but like essentially i I should go ahead and correct myself that I didn't. Val bought it for me because, like, I I I was basically like, oh man, I really. He's want enabling you. Just what doing. Yes. So <laughs> I played a little you. bit. I'm still like, I'm, and even then, I'm still getting kind of like into the flow of it because I think what it is is like there are so many ways to play it, and I don't want to tell somebody how to not play it mm-hmm. but i feel like the game is definitely are you trying to like min max it like hardcore yeah yeah well i tried it first and then like even then i'm like the it's it's especially like a weird game to digest at this moment just because of like the circumstances we're all that everyone is in yeah. to where they're able like it's a game that like demanded a lot of slow but methodical investment and now they have it they're, no, they're poop socking the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. So in, in that regard, because they can, there's already you you sort of just have this like fly in the wall moment where you're comparing like what you've accomplished to what so many other people. And, and out of all the games that proceeded before it, like I felt like I had such a strong affluence with community, but had like such a weak infrastructure to support said connection not this one Mm. even even with all the failings of nintendo and how archaic it's fucking like setup is for online the workarounds and the communities in this like the fucking nuances that have been put into so many other infrastructures to support goddamn animal crossing like basically i fell into a rabbit hole i like i'm still focusing on just my house but i paid off my house already Mm. I've been getting into like its own little internal like stock market with turnips and like the cutesy like pun of stock. Turnip prices, man, I swear. 
One more per- one more person posts on my Facebook about turnip prices. I'm I'm gonna fucking go. <laughs> so it's funny. So I want to get to that. Like basically, like I found the most enjoyment of Animal Crossing, honestly, playing with Val, but also uh, her and I just trying to find ways to like do what we can. Like I don't want to say exploitively, but like in a way that like requires the assistance of others who have already kind of taken it before. So there's all these other communities like Turnip Exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, Turnip Exchange is basically a giant forum that basically allows you to join or host uh, players fucking anywhere to basically come and buy, or I'm sorry, sell their turnips on your island if your island is currently producing a favorable, like, quote for purchase. So... I was trying to tell Jeff Grubb of GamesBeat, because he was desperate to offload some of his turnips, um, about Turnip Exchange. And, like, Val Val went through a goddamn harrowing adventure. Like, she sold, uh, God, what was it? Like, at least over a million dollars, uh, like, over a million bells worth of turnips. And she bought them, I believe, around 98, a, a, like, a turnip. Mm-hmm. And she had to make two trips between two different hosts who like had favorable um, dealings and unlike their terms to come to the island, because that's the thing that's like really neat, but also like just weird. Basically animal crossing is turned into its own micro economy of like materialism and, and money and, and goods that are even like transferred over to the characters themselves. I shit you not. It's insane that if you've seen this tweet that's gone around, has been screenshotted to where we live in this weird timeline where a villager on Animal Crossing is worth more than a fucking barrel of oil right mm-hmm. now. It's insane, but it's totally true. Um, but with Turnip Exchange, like you can find different players who might have favorable prices. Maybe they're in the 400s, 600s, and then they have terms to you know how you would conduct yourself on the island and of course violate those terms they have full carte blanche to kick you the fuck off the island um but i just the 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 organization and the fact that i like val said the first listing she went to like they had their personal friends help them so there were multiple people arranging and orchestrating like the purchases and people are doing this through the game's Dodo code system to where you can just give them a, a randomized five-digit code and that can be used to visit an island. And we've been using that a lot for either turn of exchange, like once we buy what we need on Sundays, and for another thing fucking called Nookazon, which is a, a digital marketplace that's hosted online where people can basically host items that they have for sale or DIY recipes and you in turn can either purchase them for real bell like bells or uh, Nook Miles tickets. So like if you guys were wondering how I got all those items that I did in a fairly efficient time, that is because I did what I could to farm all the fucking bells and like all the the stuff that was needed and I went and I bought them directly off of other players who were posting their listings on Nookazon, uh, where it basically they, they put this listing up and you contact them through either Discord, Twitter, I mean, whatever channel they, they put preferably in their listing. And then they'll give you their Dodo code. And, like, some people had such an elaborate system. Like, uh, every island has a dock that you land in. 
some people straight up just put a like the stands like you can have a um a, a random like a stall stand and they even customize it with a Nukazon logo and it's able to have two uh spots where you can place items where they said put bells here and then take your item here uh but now people are getting a little dirtier like i really wanted to get a kitchen set but they wouldn't let me buy it off right they only let me catalog it because once you visit someone's island and they drop an item for you to pick up you can now purchase that item natively on your mm -hmm. island for its normal sale price at the nook terminal which is a new thing um and that cost me fifty thousand bells just to just to get the privilege to catalog it, and then I got to go home and spend one hundred thirty thousand for it. its sale price. Yeah. yeah, when I'm like, you know, I was willing to just give you the one eighty. Like it was just a matter of inconvenience because I was fine with the spending. But when you order something through the terminal, you have to wait a day before it shows up at your home, like Amazon style. <laughs> it's just so like Jesus. It fucking, it Bezos was, it was getting just, us all, dude. I mean, yeah, that. But that's where I've had a lot of fun. I haven't even like I. Bunny Day, I'm gonna be honest, like really took it out of me. Like, God, I really I hope it wasn't Nintendo. great. No, yeah. and like I, I actually did the event. I did all the recipes, and I got some shitty wand that I don't even have the star fragments for. Mm. I was not. Yeah, I still haven't made a wand. It's it's weird. Like my house, my house is fucking dope. I am gonna show off my goddamn living room tomorrow. My island, my island is in tatters. <laughs> I think there are two it don't matter, man. I'm supposed to stay inside anyways. I'm not even supposed to be outside right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, dude, like I have like a beachside house, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna model my island after Pacifica because that's my favorite city in California. Um, and I'm gonna do some cool shit. But so far, I built a indoor Japanese style arcade. Mm -hmm. Where um, I even put up flyers that are modeled after arcade flyers that I uploaded through another third-party tool. Again, if you notice a trend, um, called AC Patterns, where it'll use the QR coding system from Happy Home Designer on 3DS, and they basically you could just upload the pictures directly to the website, and it'll generate a QR code that you can then scan through the Nintendo Switch companion app, and then download through the game. Mm -hmm. So. I built a New Japan Pro Wrestling Room mm -hmm. where I was able to customize a New Japan Pro W uh, fucking logo on the apron. Uh, I got a DJ turntable to set up so I could put some wrestling music but make it look like a production table. They have an actual bell and an animated wallpaper, which I, it, it belongs to a, a very heavy wrestling-based villager named Lucha. Uh, but what's really neat is when you ring the bell, the animated wallpaper will actually react and you'll see camera flashing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know if you guys saw that video so, that I shared on Twitter. Wasn't it, wasn't it based on Super Punch-Out? Isn't that what that's based on? Yeah, I, yeah. It, but like Lucha is very, like there are, there's a lot of wrestling based stuff. Like you can oh, get yeah. a loot. Yeah. Um, but I, I did what I could to turn it into a, uh, New Japan, uh, themed room. I even got like, I got Naito, Tahashi, Okada, uh, I threw Kenny in there. I threw Osprey. I, I threw Shinsuke in there, but like the best Shinsuke picture I can use is from him in WWE. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> um, and like I got, I don't know. And some of them come out really well and some of them don't. Like the write in poster in my arcade room. So the other room I put a lot of effort into was a traditional in store, like indoor Japanese arcade room. Mm -hmm. um, and they have the actual like Astro City Bunch cabs. Bunch of candy cabs. Yeah, it's all that. Yeah. Yep. And it was fucking great. And then what's cool is, like, um, if you have a Pocket Camp account and you link it, 
you can get exclusive pocket camp items to show up in your terminal, and one of them is a slot machine. I was kind of pissed that like the uh, amiibos for the Wii U game they're useless. That, are they really okay? Because they were like pennies to the dollar, and then when this was coming out, they fucking skyrocketed. Well, okay, yeah, and all right. So let me explain why they're useless. Okay. The amiibos, like physical amiibos themselves, which is funny because the game promotes you setting them up or working with mm-hmm. them. They're all of the NPCs. Yeah. Tom, Isabel, none of them are of the actual villagers. So you can scan them in; they do nothing. Uh, they're like you, know, you can't; they can't visit your island right now. Yeah. Or they're—I mean—they're going to. They all have their intended roles mm-hmm. that they're going to play. Like they just with the newest update that came out this week, like. Red and Leaf came and like they're considered NPC. Yeah. Like they're the they're higher tier characters. So all the figures are like that. So they're worth. Yeah, anything. The but the cards. Uh huh. Cards are a different story. Uh, yeah. I don't have damn. any of those uh, there. <laughs> so, Can we gift that? Can we make that do a gift? Yeah. <laughs> actually like four hundred dollars worth of characters. God right here damn! That I am dude, going to sell. Dude, they yeah. went so this is this is going to make me money now. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> Do you have loot? So, can I? I'm gonna ask you, Sarah. Can you rescan cards, or once a card's scanned, it's useless? I don't know. I would love to know. And also, do you have Lucha of Series Two? Because oh, I, would... I, I see what you mean. Like, if I if I scan this, does the card itself become inert? Yes. No, 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 no. You can. So. I digress. Do you have Lucha of Series Two? Because I would love. That's a way you can invite villagers. Um, but I fucking forgot about the cards. God damn. I remember those yeah, fuckers dude, being on the hook. That's what's really... like. I'm going up and trying to buy lots. Some cards are selling for hundreds of dollars. Um, Fauna. But... Fauna is a very very valuable card. I have that one. Are my drop mix cards oh. going to start selling soon? <laughs> my drop... I would, I, would, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. But there are also other villagers. Like It's it's weird. Like This whole fucking he's, he's game get set up. is kind of... I'm I'm waiting to see his amiibo cards. This whole game has generated like its own little micro economy of not only just um, recipes mm. and objects through those third party extensions that I mentioned, but also villagers, which you can also buy villagers through um, Nukazon. But what you have to do, because the the thing is, they'll let you visit their island, and then you basically get to talk to the villager when you're at a certain stage and convince them to move to your mm. island. And like one of the um, one of the most coveted villagers right now is this Adam Conover-looking fucking cat character named Raymond, who's heterochromatic with the different colored eyes. And yeah, that's the that was the offhanded remark I made earlier. He's fucking selling for real money at this point mm-hmm. uh, on eBay. And what they'll do is they'll invite you over. I've already seen the system where they'll basically place like a barricade around his house and direct you, and they won't get off their fucking stool until you meet. Like, you can sit in the stool and then basically blockade them from even running into your house. And, like, Val was explaining all of this because she, she saw it went down, too. Um, where once, you know, conditions are met, you would then transfer over and sit on the stool and turn around and get access to the house. Just be able to invite this asshole to your goddamn village. It's kind of, I don't know. I I think it's Val shitty that he's like, like throw a fucking dinner party to make sure this person like wants to come and hang out at your place. Like it's yeah, well, or move in yeah. basically, like move to your island. I uh, I, I do not have lucha. Oh, I I, I do like that but... when the game first came out. I saw on uh, subreddit, which was I think like slutty confessions <laughs> subreddit. <laughs> uh, they they legit were saying um, 
I gave my friend a blowjob for a million bells. It's super awkward <laughs> now, but my island looks amazing. <laughs> but like, can't you oh, can't no, you get I like guess... a million bells like super easy? Like, <laughs> uh, not that really. Easy. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's also like it's so funny because um, uh, Robert Fauna, or Robert Olin Brown, uh, friend of um friend of the show who does a nice little zine that we plugged here and there called pixel jizz uh for the queer community mm-hmm. um he's he's straight up hosting like gay parties over in his island and yeah that that's what they're doing they're just all they're all circling around giving themselves like blowies yeah and like the every it, like the game is just giving you like a, a lot more freedom than i think any it, may, it makes you game. socially able to do pretty much whatever you want to do it sounds like you know? Yeah, it's it's. I did not expect to fall into the rabbit hole. Now, granted, I'm I'm now slowed down on it because like, like I have to work on my bathroom, my podcasting room, and my bedroom. Those They're are all the other, same thing. Like, They're all the same room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but right nice. now, but yeah, I I I I'm I haven't even unlocked terraforming because I'm like talking to my villagers and whatnot. But like. There's like half of my island still fucking covered in weeds. Like I, I got my house to worry about, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like I got my gold plaque. I paid it off. Like I want to fuck with my house right now, and like I love that I have the freedom to do that. But like, yeah, I'll mow my yard when I get a chance to. Susan, leave me the fuck alone, dude. But yeah, I've I've surprisingly had a lot of fun. But I feel like if you like go ham on the game, it does kind of lose its luster unless you're a part of certain community. Like I don't know. Um, Val has already had like some get-togethers with friends who like it's, it's especially I would say is more comforting more now than ever because of what's going on in the stay-at-home order and they've all found like really fun ways to like just fuck around and do little shit on their mm-hmm. islands like there's an item and like I told her like oh you should totally do something like with that there's an item where it's like a just a, a game show wheel, like Wheel of Fortune, where you can spin it and it'll actually land on something. Earlier, I tagged her in something this morning. Somebody turned their island into a relay race slash obstacle course with all the various oh, yeah. physics involved with Animal Crossing, like exploiting the fact that you can, like, one of the obstacles was haystacks because they act as a bed, and you can roll on the bed to some extent. So, like, you had to, like, interact with the haystack and roll across it to get to the other side. And then, like, the jumping mechanics. Like, they did, like, some really neat shit with it. So, I I am excited for what New Horizons has to offer, but I, I was not expecting to just fall in absolute love with mm-hmm. it as I did. And I will definitely have, like, some more thoughts that I'd like to condense in a uh, uh, op-ed for the site. Um, especially the fact that, like, I know I kind of got into Pocket Camp for a bit. Like, I think it was, again, one of the, it was the only other app that i put real money into but then i fell off of it super mm-hmm. quick um i don't know if that'll happen to me i'm kind of just because again there's only so much you can play um the only other two things i've been playing a lot and i recommend it and i, I talked about it on twitter a couple days ago and i'll explain myself in fact it was really refreshing because as we were recording chris kohler uh as well as uh mr negative on twitter they were also um sharing the same thoughts of like how weirdly intertwined Crisis Core can be to the experience of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, so yeah, I've been playing Remake, and I I kind of went in there with some tepid expectations because I wasn't entirely sold on the demo because I felt like it, even then uh, the the same uh, challenges that I I went into w- in the demo were in the real game. Um, 
because the battle system while as refined as it is it's and it's actually like once you get the hang of it and like the the ebb and flow of like how to balance out your attacks through your abilities and and to switch upon that with your various party members you you really get the hang of it to where you can get a fucking mean dynamic which i really feel and, like 13 laid down that groundwork just from what i enjoyed of 13 with staggering yes and i love yes. that that's there mm-hmm. but if i think the one of the things that makes me gravitate towards remake harder than ever is and and maybe people disagree with me but maybe not but i really feel like people at square were really either like interested or otherwise observing what uh real gotaka studio and sega did with yakuza mm. because this feels like fucking yakuza which makes me excited um, about the yakuza rpg essentially like when that does come out which is weird cuz i feel like it's a it's a it's a contrarian response cuz it's going to a turn based versus yes. like like it's it's just a weird role reversal mm-hmm. but um once i got like the hang of the fact that i was able to upgrade my weapon and um i did actually i was i was like really weird i'm like oh man i don't feel like i can really grind in the early onset of the game you can there are special areas and i i definitely did what i could to grind uh cloud and tifa up um and now i'm i'm currently i believe on the eighth chapter like i'm getting in there but it's it was really refreshing because I, I didn't know just what how much of this was going to be different. And it's... So, some people unfortunately spoiled some stuff for me, but, like, I'm, I'm going to be very careful. But I will say that this entire thing, depending on how far you guys are, is a very meta... It's, it's, a, it's a meta production of the franchise as a whole. And I'm, if anything, that aspect of it alone makes me more excited to see what the next chapters will be in this remake um, series that they're doing. But I I love the fact that it's kind of... I've had my Resident Evil GameCube moment where it started turning stuff on my head. But the thing that I appreciate the most about Remake is the utmost care that they put into the world that um, I don't think the original does justice at all. Like, all these, like, fucking like all the bit players that like are just there and don't really poise a lot like they don't pose a lot of relevance or significance in the story as, as a whole have so far more significance in uh remake specifically uh the second tier of avalanche characters wedge biggs and jesse um which man i did not think i would take the opportunity to really appreciate like i i totally thought they're going to be bit players sure. in this game too and they're not yeah. They're actually very significant characters within the story because it this chapter really just focuses on what happens within the first 10 hours of the original as far as Midgar. Um, and the things that they're doing differently uh, as far as retelling the story and doing the extra exposition and, and, and shift in narrative between kind of... I don't know. like The, the original game was basically like supposed to talk about the evils of capitalism but also the evils of absolutes because like Sephiroth and Avalanche want the same thing technically but they don't and that's what the game goes into that there's a gray area and that we have to learn and kind of work within that to resolve each other to not compromise or you're just going to end up with fucking chaos and death Mm -hmm. that's that's the overall in my humble opinion and remake 
does so much of that within the first, I'd say, 10 hours of its game versus the original trying to point across, put that message across in the first 30 hours. I mean, for the a lot of it, it's just like Cloud's an edgelord, and he still is an edgelord. And like, you know, now we have the extra context as to why and what's going on. And even then, how they're fucking doing that and how Crisis Core ties in is amazing. It, and it like it's funny too when you go back and you play Crisis Core, its battle system isn't that different from what is in remake. So they've just I I've been I love been playing together. Like there's a a lot of moments where Cloud is having these like PTSD moments that aren't like illustrated as much mm-hmm. in the original. Like they're like they're there they're in text boxes and and what they can be, but they're really fleshed out in this game. In fact, there's more of them. And when you feel like he's flashing back to moments in his past between Nibelheim and what's going on and then the added portions of what's going on with Zack, and then you and you go back and you play like Zack's story in Crisis Core and how that ties in, and then with Remake, and, and, I'll, and I'll stop there, you'll get where I'm going the more you put in, they really fucking complement each other. So I really suggest if you have a PSP, because unfortunately that's going to be the only way you can play yeah. this, and you can like you want to take like a nice little palate cleanser, but also get like really sink your teeth into this fucking world. Play them both concurrently. Do you think that was intentional um, that they they did that? I kind. If anything, it it tells me that like, and I I really feel like of all the other remakes, especially ones that are deserving of it, I feel like we will absolutely see Crisis Core again in some capacity. I I feel if anything on the Switch. Because it, it'll definitely, like, bringing that over and cleaning that up, I can see it easily working on the Switch. And I would lo- I would buy it in a heartbeat. Sure. I would love to replay it. A lot it of people get a chance to play it probably for the first time because, you know, who had a PSP like, for the most part? Like, you know. you'd be surprised. Uh-huh. Uh, like, the PSP is my largest handheld library. I, like, there are a lot of charming, unique games sure. that, unfortunately... Uh, like live and die on that system, mm-hmm. but that also what make keeps it around. I mean, shit. I don't know how many times we've seen the PSP featured on Bullet Heaven. Yeah, so. your collection's pretty massive. <clears throat> well, we've got the whole thing for uh, for Schmups. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it, I think if anything, the Switch would stand the the to get the best remaster out of it because like a, a lot of Crisis Core's like like a lot of what makes it charming and and easy to play is that. Uh, aside from the story, there's mission logs that you can access anytime. You can do just like side. Basically, it's side quests aren't just like as lazy as it may sound. It's actually convenient now more than ever, which uh, like I I just love that it's aged well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just pick and choose the missions um, right from your main menu, and I've been mostly doing that and grinding. Like I've been leveling up Zach through that. I've I've gotten maybe eight hours into the story. But I've done 20 hours worth of work to the point where, like, I'm able to tackle the quote-unquote very hard, mm-hmm. like, graded difficulties uh, with relative ease because the balance of the uh, combat system is really neat. I mean, the the roulette and the slot machine mechanic can be a little annoying at times. Like, I would love to get... Because in order to level up, you don't get experience. Mm-hmm. You have to roll all seven. Oh, um, pretty random. Yeah, and then you, and you'll, but you you get that like there's an algorithm to the game that I think that determines that based on how many enemies you've slain mm-hmm. versus the pedigree of the enemies. Like you know, I could have taken down like some big ass fucking like behemoth, like you know behemoth class enemies, 
but like maybe I took down forty of these like grunts or like other like Final Fantasy staples, and then I triggered the seven seven seven. I digress. It's still very easy to fucking play. So that's it. That's what I've been fucking with. I will definitely have more to say about both Crisis Corner and Remake. It, it just makes me want to watch Advent Children some more, honestly. You know I really what? dig that movie, man. I'm sorry. Like, I, I have I, never played I, Seven, I, but I love that fucking movie. I like that movie, but, like, out of all the things that, like, happen in the compilation of Final Fantasy Seven, that, I think, is the one that missed the point the most. Okay. Huh. Because, like, I feel like, like, I... I, I it, it's it just has such tunnel vision in regard to like it's mostly just cloud and like granted yeah. like he is a very likable character to some extent but like that that's so much it doesn't explore like so many other things that w- w- made the world of final fantasy 7 appealing mm-hmm. and like and and just the, the antagonist like some naruto ass like forgettable antagonist that like like, you know what I mean? Like, it, that's where, like, also, like, it, it had potential to, like, do something really interesting. Because if there is one antagonist out of the entire echelon of, of uh, Final Fantasy VII characters in that cast that deserved more development, deserved to do something, and I, and I will do this, and I don't give a fuck who's listening and who's shaking their head, y'all can eat shit. The one game, especially aside from Crisis Core, that really, like, a character that's going to talk about their disservice, watch. I am. God damn it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Because Hojo, and and I don't even think Hojo is going to get his due in remake. And Hojo was fucking insane, mm-hmm. dude. Like, fuck the president. Fuck Rufus. Fuck Heidegger. Like, you know, we, we I don't know. Hojo. And you all can just talk about, like, oh, poor man's devil may cry. Eat my ass. Like, it, it's still very good looking to, by today's standards. It plays really well. Then it's a nice hybrid of RPG mechanics that still have the Final Fantasy VII system and flavor and an incredible story that's done really well. If anything, again, it suffers from you get all the other characters at the very end of the fucking, like, game versus, like, Kate Sith and Vincent. That's it. You just get Kate Sith and Vincent throughout most of it, which people can argue like, are are, are these guys even like all that cool? Like, I don't know. I I love Dirge of Servers, and I was talking about whether or not I should replay through that too. But I told myself, no, that one is definitely like that's the most Gaiden of mm-hmm. all of them. I'm gonna play Core and remake and fucking mark my words. Though they really complement each other and. The further you get remake, the further you know you will know why. Mm-hmm. So that that's my piece there. But yeah, Advent Children had great production quality. I'll yeah. give it that. I like I like the style. I like trench coat cloud. I'll yeah, say. yeah, there you go. My dad enjoyed that movie too. Good. We should have a watch party. Yeah. That should be the next uh, anniversary movie. Let's watch Advent Children. <laughs> I'm down. Excellent. We all have it. Excellent. Right, I love assuming. it. Love it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Sarah, I am so sorry that I went on and on, but like it, 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 it he's talking about busy. the stock market, the Animal Crossing stock market. <laughs> we, I just blew. Uh, how many? How much did you blow? Sally, Sally May, I think, is uh, one of one Daisy of the May. Daisy oh, May. Oh, that's right? just fucking dumb. And <laughs> and it's it's the Sow Jones, uh, turnip market. Yeah, yeah, Sow, bitch. Like it's. Yeah, there's a there's funny. actually there's an there's another third party. It's uh, called Turnip Predictor or Turnip. 
uh, turnip calculator mm-hmm. where yeah. if you feed it like the algorithm, like how much did your turnip sell for? Uh, how much were they priced on this day and this day that it can uh, get an approximate value of what the remaining prices will be for the remainder of your week? Huh. So interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I'm, fuck I'm, with turnips. Though. No, <laughs> really, dude. That's how you make the most money. Tarantulas. I know. Val is sitting on over five. She she a billionaire. She's yeah. sitting on five billion. Guy, right I don't now. know if you know me, but uh, I play shmups. <laughs> he's he's, he's not known for that. Not smart no, enough right, for this right, right, game strategy shit. No, but hey, he doesn't want to admit it, but we've seen him. We've seen him. He's popping into fucking Animal Crossing, you guys. I no, see it. True. Val yeah. took a screenshot because I told her to when she saw it. Like, <laughs> like, Caught in the act, like a, just, like a red, like a Ghostbuster thing, like, toom. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, I, I actually did buy a digital copy of it. Uh, Dave's got the uh, the physical one, so yeah. Fuck, I guess I've, I got to buy it now, huh? Great. Started an island. Uh, I've got a plan to make it fully 100% urban. I'm urbanizing the shit out of this island. I, I, I want to make mine yeah. like Pacifica. Like basically. I'm going to make this shit look like Akira. Oh, damn. <laughs> you can. Dude, it's, you totally it's hey, gonna you be, can. It's, it's going to be intense, yeah. Um, like, I'm going to keep my, uh, my, uh, my coniferous forest in the back and, you know, maybe a small park to have some... What did you uh, name your island, by the way? Oh, I named it Ego Derp. Oh, it's, named... it's a long-running inside joke. It's basically ego and then pride spelled backwards. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I I took inspiration from Mario World and Sonic, and I named mine Bagel Reef. And then when you first go into like my island, I have two signs. One is just a picture of bagels, and the other one is a picture of a coral reef right next to each other. So I'd be like, all right, Bagel Reef. Yeah. <laughs> and then my island tune, because I figured out, because people broke down the note system, is Green Hill Zone. Nice. So, like, whenever you talk to somebody, it goes... Oh, nice. I'm like, yes, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, throw in the Bullet Heaven theme as soon as hell I Hell yeah. Um, I think that's what I had. Oh, no, I think it's the... Um, it was the uh, Studio Mud Prince jingle <laughs> in my in my original <laughs> thing. Yeah. So that's, um, that's going to be fun to do. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my ultimate goal in it. Um, I haven't played much more than literally like a day's worth um, in real time. Although I did get my uh, my tent, my first house, and then like half of my second house paid off in that time. Damn. So it's it's been pretty quick. Um, really, fishing is my jam. Uh, the that's, fishing that's is my fun. big thing. Yeah. I the, so there are NPCs that visit. They're the controversial NPCs, which also, by the way, like let them be gay. Like it's fine. Who cares what the fuck Nintendo says? Like, that is if, not the first thing that uh, that I was struck with. So I mean, whoever is focusing on that is kind of well, no, like, but people like people like. All right. When they refer to each other as partners, and then like there's additional canon, like ah, oh, they're roommates. So, like if if the fandom is just like, oh, well, they're a queer couple. Let them be a queer couple. Like the fact that people are just like, no, they're business partners. I'm like, dude, like is is it really going to like affect your? I don't know. People are screaming that they won't fucking buy butter because a Native American isn't on the front anymore. I don't know what the fuck anymore. Yeah. What. Land Lakes. Uh, so there's Land Lakes. Yeah. It's an American butter brand. They already took it, it off, actually, is what I saw. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, it it had scenery of like a uh, Midwest horizon with a Native American woman on the front for years. Beautiful. And now it's just just beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I saw I, I saw the butter. I was like, mm. <laughs> spread that on something. Yeah. 
Jesus. So, um, I, 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 okay. I, I, I get fucked up in grocery stores, man. You don't want to be around me when it's shopping day. Nice. Jesus. So, so yeah, they, they were so lonely. Her, so it's just, it's just a scenery. <laughs> so like, unless, you know, Andrew's like known to get hot and bothered to Bob Ross. I mean, <laughs> fucking like, I, I'm assuming that your grocery stores are, I'm banned are for most of them. Yeah. I'm not allowed to go there. <laughs> Unless you've got your fucking mouth breathe, I don't know, dude. That that whole discourse today also made me shake my mm. head. Um, but anyway, where was I? I was I was going somewhere with this. Yeah, dude, let them be yep. gay. It's fine. Yeah. But anyway, but if like there is one, w- w- there is one that is not like the other. This like fucking flick, um, who's the bug connoisseur of the two? Bug prices yeah. are far more lucrative. And I've been farming the fuck out of tarantulas, yes. which is also what's made Animal Crossing really neat. Like, out of all of them, it has, like, these moments where it feels like an actual game. It doesn't feel like a life sim where it yeah. has, like, a challenge and skill to it. So, like, building uh, or retrofitting uh, the Mystery Islands to uh, basically farm tarantulas and getting bells back that way kind of has, like, this MMO feel to it. But CJ... His partner, who specializes in fish, basically, they all specialize in if you sell, like, bugs or fish to them, they will pay 0.5 on top of their value back to you yeah. so you make more money back. The thing is, fish are fucking worthless. Like, they don't, they're not, they're, like, all the rare fish require far too much work to well, effectively and efficiently Well, you just have to wait until farm. it rains, really, and then you just stockpile them. Like the coelacanth, if you can get a bunch of coelacanths, you're good to go. I haven't even gotten that. So it, so if I may ask, when it's raining, does that like increase the spawn rate of like rare fish? Yeah, the, the best fish are only available when it rains. Really? I didn't know yes. that. It's yeah. been raining like fucking like all week. Look for the biggest shadows, and you're sure to pull a coelacanth. Yeah, we haven't found a shark. We haven't, like, our fishing game. The shark isn't worth as much. No, coelacanth is worth the most, and I I believe it's something around, like, 15,000 bells. So, like, that of a tarantula, because a tarantula is 8,000. The 0.5 makes it 12,000. Yeah, but 15,000 plus whatever, right? So you're looking at almost 20,000. That's the one thing that's also kind of bummed me out with this recent patch because, like, the, mm, yeah. the economy, as I mentioned, like, in Animal Crossing is inflated because of there's a previous exploit that if you had a visitor on your island, like a friend, and you both rotated an object, you accidentally cloned it. So then you can internally sell it back to an NPC. So, like, one of the highest items to sell back was you, you get it right away as a Nintendo Switch. So people kept cloning oh, yeah. the Switch into their inventory and then selling it back like mad crazy to Nook's Cranny. Um, and then they got fucking money like that. Um, now, the, like the, scalpers in real life. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I feel awful for people who can't get a switch in real life. Oh right god, now. yeah, yeah, that's rough. Um, so one of the mechanics right now is Nook Miles tickets um, that lets you visit the Mistrans, and that's also how you can recruit villagers. And there are villagers yeah. who do not have accompanying amiibo cards, so people want them. And like I've seen, like Val's thing has been going on TikTok and just watching people post. You know, them playing Animal Crossing and talking about, like, their experience of random factoids. There are people that are literally dropping, like, 500 fucking tickets just so they can get the chance to get the one villager they want. Because mm-hmm. now there's this weird subculture of people ridiculing fucking Animal Crossing characters for how ugly they are. I'm like, I don't God mind. damn. But, like, that one looks like it sells cigarettes to high schoolers. I'm like, he looks fine. We're trying to escape the real life of, like, <laughs> fucking being mean to like, people. I mean, like, we're trying to live a good life a, here in Animal Crossing. Yeah, the superficial... Dang. 
they wanted to get Fauna in her village, right? So she scanned in the amiibo card and Fauna came over and this and that. But then, like, the second Fauna leaves, uh, a thing popped up for some, like, crocodile guy. <laughs> he was a jock. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I'm not having this. Nope. So eventually she got Fauna to negotiate with this guy to get the fuck off the island. Damn. <laughs> really? Like fucking negotiators. Yeah. Holy shit. And it, it totally worked. Yeah. So now, now she's got Fauna on there instead of this like useless crocodile. So I, okay. I got Lyman, the green koala, who's a jock. I got Cat, like the, like the sporty, uh, like she's like a sporty, like rough around the edges girl. Then I, I just had like an anteater. Pango, but like I wasn't feeling her, and then she was even not feeling island. She's like, oh, I want to leave the island, and there's a chance where you can convince him to stay. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, go do you. So she just moved <laughs> yeah, off my whatever. island. Go today. for it, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna try to find like another villager, but in order to yeah. expand your island to get terraforming, you have to have villagers. So I also want to be picky, but not too picky. And then I got this fucking French unicorn called Julian, mm. who like apparently everybody wants this fucker. I'm like, he's annoying and really, but like. I invited him Julian. to move in because I need villagers. Val got Tex, who I really want. He's in my pocket camp setup, and like he's a cool fucking dude. But she's super he wears cowboy boots, him. and he's he's a bro. no dude. He's just a chill. He's just a chill pink. He's like a chill ass Big Lebowski fucking oh, okay. penguin. That's all. The he name is. Tex. He's I just imagine he have a cowboy hat. No, okay. no. I mean, dude, he's he's got like a fucking varsity jacket. Oh shit, like, he is cool. Chill. He's real chill. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like Tex. You smoke? Are you cool? Apparently, the way to like annoy a villager to move is to literally annoy the fuck out of them. Where you have to talk to them like over a hundred real times in a God. row to the point where they start like they do not like you talking to them that much, and they actively try to avoid you. And eventually, they will move out on their own. So that's been her ideal with text. So because she was just like, man, I knew I shouldn't have taken them in. So yeah, there's this whole little micro economy with the villagers God. now. Yeah. I, but I've been seeing you play it, but all right, let's talk about what you've been really playing. Okay, well, yeah, if uh, you've probably seen me spend a lot of freaking time in Rune Factory 4. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rune Factory 4. Is this the first like one on that. Switch? Uh, yeah. Okay. Which is just weird. It just It's one lifestyle management game for another. I know. But... I know. <laughs> but, but wasn't Rune Factory kind of like the Harvest Moon Rune Factory? Like, I guess I don't know, like, the... There, okay, yeah, so there is one, Harvest and, and it's on PSP, and, and I know Sarah will know the name of it. it it's like... Innocent Life, right? Wait, what is it? Innocent Life? Well, it's the one where you can go into dungeons, and there's a battle system. There's RPG mechanics, but it's also Harvest Moon, and it's from the same oh. people. Yeah, that is Room Factory, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, like yeah. you can fight and have... There like... wasn't one on PSP, though. There was one on PS4, or PS3, rather. Not a Rune Factory. So is on. that what Rune Factory is essentially? Like kind of like Harvest Moon, but there's yeah. RPG elements. Okay. Yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. Nice, nice. Exactly. Yeah, it started off on the DS. Okay. So there's uh, there was three of them on DS, one on uh, 3DS. Uh, there's one on GameCube as well. This one here. 
jury's out as to whether this is the best or the uh oh the worst i've seen that the before, early yeah. ones, right yeah um and then of course room factory 4 which is generally regarded as the best overall mm-hmm. i've seen that um, on playstation 3 isn't it on playstation 3 that one there no you're thinking of room factory tides of time or oh well no like i was that, thinking yeah. of four before tides of destiny yeah yeah but yeah no four was on 3ds and now it's on switch mm. yeah. got it and i played four on 3ds i spent 130 hours in that game on 3ds Christ, and it was good. And I spent another hundred hours on, on the Switch. Switch because it was freaking good. Yeah, and I kind of lucked out. Actually, I found a really powerful weapon in a random dungeon, and I rode out the game with it. Nice, nice. <laughs> so it wasn't terrible, but yeah. And what's cool is like you can obviously get married and stuff like that, right? But you can also have um, like instead of just having a baby that just sits around and does just, nothing in the just game, a baby. It it fast <laughs> yeah, it, it, it fast forwards so that it uh, your your kid has grown up a bit and you can take your wife and your your child into dungeons as a party. Nice, nice. You can oh. arm them with weapons and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Or, or endangerment. I, I would mean, make it like torchlight well, where you can like have the kid just go back to the town and sell your shit. Like go, I can. When the when when your kid is using your penultimate weapon, like, the danger is really not uh, not in. Uh, mm-hmm. Here, son, use Knights of the Round. Your papa's got the rusty dagger. Yeah. <laughs> you like you, we we got this. You do all the work. So Yeah, um, so I played like way too much of that game and it was of course worth every second because yeah, one of the best games uh, I've played in quite a mm-hmm. while. So uh, another one that I've been playing a lot of recently and I managed to get a one credit clear on every difficulty is a Japanese eShop exclusive. And this is a real mouthful. It's called Oshia Betty uh, Hori Jo Geki Hori. That's and... the Japanese game you're playing. I was about to say I've been seeing you play <laughs> yeah. a lot of that one. That was also like that. That's related to your uh, Golden Zonkey too, right? Um, I don't know if it is on the Golden Zonkey list or not. If I'm totally was it, wasn't it wasn't Rolling Gunner from like... tw- from 2019. Oh, I mean of his top five, I feel like that's part of the same series. Uh, no, it wouldn't be. Okay. No. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, uh, when research, because I'm doing this for Bullet Heaven next, um, so the review is going to be coming soon. Um, But um, when I was researching various aspects of it on the uh, the Japanese eShop, when I put in, you know, Oshiabari as a search term, two games came up. So there was actually a game that preceded this one. It's just called Oshibari uh, Horijo, and it's basically just like a, a really easygoing digging simulator. And uh, it's it's much more simplistic in scope, but it's no less, uh, you know, decent in terms of a time waster. Um, and so I've been playing a bit of that as well. But the, the shoot-em-up version of it uh, really sort of takes the concept and, and drives it into a, a much more cohesive and more fun uh, game package as well. Oh man, I gotta pick your brain, by the way, because um, I also grabbed a uh, Mega Everdrive, and so it's, it's a flashcard for Genesis. Oh yeah. Okay. So, man, Gaius is not that fucking cool, and it I is not why... that good, is it? Yeah. No, like, it's everyone not great. I don't know fucking why the fuck every... Why the and, fuck? Oh my is... god! Like the amount of shit that I've taken from people over this fucking game, uh, like for dude, real. It's, so I'm right there with you, buddy. Gyarus, eh, it, it's just eh. Hey, you know what's good? Musha is actually pretty damn good. I really it's not like Musha. Yeah, Musha's good, but I've also been fucking with this Japanese exclusive Undeadline. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that one's pretty goddamn dope. Oh yeah, I didn't even fucking tell you. I've been trying to fuck with getting an X sixty eight thousand. That's gonna oh, be the yeah. last stupid thing that I'm gonna fucking try to put in this room. Oh but I boy, I might not be able to. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. I'm, I'm almost going nuts. But it's like... a good thing that you're going the uh, the flash cart route because man, X sixty eight thousand games are no bueno when it comes to their price. Well, no, there. Like, you know what? Every title I'm... is multiple hundreds of dollars. It's, it's sort of dumb. You'd be surprised. No, it's the equipment. It's the systems. The games are cheap. Games are like they're they're all like there's a few that are. In well, okay, the... we'll say the shoot 'em ups at least then because oh, everyone yeah, the, I've looked sh- up, holy fuck, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that one I'm actually not going the ODE route. That one, oh, really? I okay. was gonna leave stock and like, but like there are people that are like doing reproduction floppy disks that work just as well. But even then, like cotton, cotton is. Oh yeah, that just significant... came out, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, cotton is significantly cheaper on the X sixty eight thousand, like just the OG version. It's like a hundred and thirty huh. bucks. Versus getting it, no, not at all. Not yeah. in comparison to getting it on fucking Turbo Graphics CD, where it's in a thousand. Mm-hmm. In yeah, the but you don't want to get the Turbo CD version, anyways. It's inferior to the Japanese one. Um, really, and I'll explain why. Okay, so in what regard? Are you ready for this? Oh, uh, right. The Japanese version not only is it a tenth the price on average as the uh, North American one. The North American one lacks the voice acting in the Japanese version, and the Japanese version has full English support. Oh, shit. Like, why, why would you oh, not? So it actually has the English option? It does, yeah. And Chinese as well. Hmm. Weird. You know what I've been fucking with, though? Where, like, I want to check it out. I think it's the same version, which is why I, I fucked with the cotton port for PlayStation. Oh, the uh, cotton 100% or cotton original? Cotton original. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can't find uh 100% like in any way. Like I can't even find it on like I don't know. I had trouble finding it, but there's wow. supposed to be a cotton remake coming out this year. Yeah, that's going to be on PS4, I believe, or Switch maybe, the two of them. I don't know, M2 is doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have so, cotton 100% on Super Famicom though. I I've been I don't know. I actually got the chance to mess around with Cotton 2 on the Sega Saturn, and I don't know how to play that fucking game. I do not know how to play it. Like, I don't know the mechanics, because I'm like, oh, you mean I have to throw things around and bounce them? Like, what? What? It, this is stupid. I don't fucking... Can, can I just shoot things with a broom? Like, I'm, uh, I just, I <laughs> I'm buying that this. one this month, actually. I would... Okay, so I'm going to love your explanation of, of how things work. I'm going to use that bullet heaven to be like, maybe I'll learn how to play this stupid fucking we'll game. We'll figure it out, yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, Forget but about it. Uh, my, my, my curious little question, did you get your hands on a TurboGrafx-16 or PC Engine Mini? Oh, yeah, I've got a PC, I have a PC Engine Mini. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. How, how are you digging that? Uh, I'm digging it. It's uh, It's got a really good selection of games. Um... I would say that if you're not like me, uh, the TurboGrafx-16 Mini might be a better choice because it has Salamander on it, as opposed to... Um... Well, there's a bunch of secret games that people are still finding on this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they they all have something to do with... Um, uh, fuck, what's it called there? Um, Tokimeki Memorial. So Tokimeki Memorial, right, uh, is not on the, the TurboGrafx-16. It's replaced by... Uh, Salamander. But you can still access the Tokimeki Memorial games in the same manner uh, with Salamander. 
as you would uh, with the uh, Tokimeki, from what I understand. So, uh, really, the best way to go if you want everything on the one device uh, is probably the TurboGrafx-16 or CoreGrafx Mini. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're like me, I've already got... It, well, George was there when I bought uh, Salamander on PC Engine. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Um, I believe you I bought that with the Duo R, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I yeah. sure did, yeah. Um, so I don't, I kind of don't care about uh, that one single game. I've but got everything get, else you anyway. You get that one goddamn overrated game on Super Graphics, Aldines. Oh no, I did. Oh, I did not buy that uh, on Super Graphics. So I'm glad well, I've no, got but it I there. No, I mean that's in the in the mini. Yeah, though, it's isn't it? it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not dude. A good game. That's what I was trying to tell you. It's yeah. not great. It's not I, great I, at like, all. I I downloaded it on the uh, Super SD3, and I'm like, all right. Let's check this out because I have a Super Graphics. That's where my system yeah. SD3 is in. So, uh, uh, yeah, given that there's no uh, latency on the Super Graphics, then, and there is a bit of latency on the PC Engine uh, Mini, uh, want to tell me how it controls? I, I, the level design sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> You're right. It's... How does it control? I'm like, I, I don't, I, where to start? Um, I mean, yeah, it moves around, I guess. It, like, it's a very slow-moving game. Regard, yeah. Like, it, I, I just, I do not get the, like, I get, like, like, it's a little weird and neat looking at the fact that I'm like, this is some Akira-ass shooter here. Like, I like the presentation of it, but, like, as some far as... Some of the stages way, look amazing, you're right. Yeah, they, it looks cool, but I'm like, but, I Like, don't, everything else, even the sound is really It plays like really a poor to... man's Darius. Like, I don't... What the yeah. fuck? Why do people? And you like might as well just play game? Darius Plus, right? Like, yeah, just it. It you you got a super graphics? You get fucking nineteen for counter attack. That's the best shooter. It's That's not even that good. Shooter. Like, just just play it on PlayStation one. Two for God's sake, like. Or yeah, or yeah, just do that. But either way, if you do have it, though, fucking no one, do no that. one's spending a thousand dollars on that game. Forget it. It's it's just um, no bueno. But I do. I, but if you want to play the best version of Ghouls and Ghosts, that's the fucking that's the ticket. Mm. Which, and guess what? It's on the mini. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yep, they they got is. the best. Well, not the best. They got a portion of that library. Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I really like like as far as a a token to the culture the uh, PC engine. Like I think the mini does. Like I I love. Mm. It has no practicality whatsoever. But I love that it has a fucking um, a. Uh, Turbo Express filter or the PC Engine Express filter. I love oh, yeah. that you can just do that and just and make things look shitty and small and super compressed. Just you can for even uh, like there's even like when you put in certain games, you can see like the system cards being put in, like the System One Super System arcade system cards go into the PC Engine, and then to cap it all off for the CD games, uh, the disc drive sound is there as well. It sounds just like the CD disk drive does. Yeah, I think out of all the uh, work that M2 has done, M2 had the most fun with this. I feel like... Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, what they could have done with... Like, the Genesis Mini is cool, but, like, like they just... I, I think they just did what they could on a, on a technical scale, but as far as having fun with, like, indulging the presentation and the aesthetic, oh, dude, they went all out for mm, the Turbo. No question. So. Uh, jury's still out as to whether it's the definitive mini console. I know definitely for me, it's the best mini console to wow. come out. Um, because obviously shmups, sure. right? Obviously, I'm typecast that way. Um, but you're right. The the Genesis Mini definitely has its own merits. Um, really, it all boils down to what kind of games you want to mm. play. Yeah, and the Genesis Mini it, Project Lunar is finished, so it uses the same um, 
kernel system that the Nintendo minis did, so it's hackable and you can now put your own ROMs mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. So if waiting, you're inclined to do that kind of thing. Yeah, waiting to see like what is done with the turbo, but like it would need to come traditionally stateside first. Everybody's just ordering from Amazon Japan right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the update right now, the, the updated date is January 2021. Ooh, for U S release. Jesus, it went. It went. Yikes. Yeah, it used to be December. Yeah. That's not Ugh. fun. Nope. Everybody sure doesn't get it. That the, whoever <laughs> wants it will get it. In the meantime, though, I mean, the PC Engine Mini was uh, it was well worth it, I think. Good deal, dude. Yep. Anything else? Uh, not to my knowledge. Uh, I've got a bunch of stuff coming in the mail, but that can be another day. Yeah. How's mail service up that way? It's what it is. Yeah. I'm supposed. To, I I was supposed to have received a pair of controllers from Stone Age Gamer, uh, for the Sega Saturn, and that made it all the way to our city, only to be delayed here. So. <laughs> I don't know what's going yeah. on with that. Is, are those the uh, wireless retro USB? Yeah, the uh, oh, 2.4 gigahertz ones. They come with uh, dongles for USB on the Switch and PC, but also the Saturn. Damn. So, I really want to... Yeah, dude, that fucking... So that situation developed while we were recording. So um, I... I Here's to hoping. Um, hashtag goods and services. Live and die by it. Uh-huh. Uh, fucking... But anyway, um, all right. I think this is a nice stopping point for what's in your console. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Me. You, um, you okay? Oh, yeah. No, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, so this has been Press Pause Radio episode 124. I don't got the Rona. Um, if you like what you've listened to, feel free to throw us a subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Scatter Radio, SoundCloud again when I get the round to it. Uh, are, are also, subscribe to us on our YouTube at uh, www.youtube.com slash the PPR broadcast where not only you'll catch our video content, but uh, hopefully I can get our uh, podcast also uploaded there so we can go ahead and also check those out. Um, also, you can find our written reviews, features, and other content at www.presspodsradio.com. Um, and with presspodsradio.com, you will find uh, not only our written features and editorials, but you can also catch our uh, live streams with uh, Andrew, especially. We, we recently did one. I don't even remember the game. Totally now. reliable um, totally delivery reliable. service. Yeah, and, J- and James was on oh, yeah. with that, and I had a lot of fun. That was, that was a good time. Yeah. I was a really good yeah. time, but um, Andrew's been heading the limelight. He's also uh, doing Guilty Gear Strive, and boy, oh boy, does that lobby look like it's no shit. good. That looks like a failed. Indie it's no game. good. Yeah, we need to get out of that lobby system. Arc games, like they just, just yeah, Arc system works needs to stop. No bueno. <laughs> um, but yeah, he got to definitely stream that over at uh, our website here at PressPodRadio.com. So definitely go ahead and check that out um and aside from that we're changing up our review format we're going to and i know we kind of mentioned it but we're just saying that we're eliminating scores mm-hmm. so i'm gonna get um i'm gonna get a new guideline out to kind of explain what we'll be doing with the reviews from here on out and then also we're gonna finally start getting some of our other sister shows on the road which we're um i think we're just gonna keep things simple and just uh, maybe put it on the same feed just so that we don't ask you guys to subscribe to multiple feeds because I think that would be a dickhead thing to do. Um, so we'll go ahead and 
uh, label them as such, but we're we're gonna get our, our wrestling show out there in the works. Uh, house show. Andrew's already kind of done a test show, and I would like to get in on the cast as well. And I'm sure there's plenty to talk about, especially with <laughs> fuck what's wrestling going is on a right thing now. right now. Yeah, um, wrestling is a thing right now. It's I empty arena shows, whether you love them or hate them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're gonna be here to stay for a bit. Yeah. So it's. The situation with the pandemic is especially weird for that industry and fandom. Um, but yeah, we've got that in the pipeline. And again, aside from all the other fucking equipment that I made mention, that is going to serve a purpose other than inflating like my like own desires for what I want. I'm trying to use that to make sure that we can produce, uh, produce that's not even a word, produce the uh the finest video content in terms of video games for the podcast get regular streams going um try to actively participate more in games clubs but with a streaming format and a podcast format um that you guys can get on because i also miss doing games clubs recently uh stop skeletons from fighting did a their very first games club they did uh star tropics and i was really excited to like check that out because like god damn you know i love that goddamn mm-hmm. game and he like if there's anybody out there on the internet that can give that game its due it's Derek alexander but i'll go ahead and step off my little fucking stool here and i want to hand it over to sarah who's been keeping busy with bullet heaven i really dug that gigantic army i didn't even know you covered it before but i'm just like this is some assault suit ass leono shit what is this so <laughs> i was uh i was really stoked to watch that but yeah dude so uh, we've got episode number 264 of Bullet Heaven in the works right now. Script is just about finished. Footage is already captured. It's just a matter of talking about it and then putting it all together. Uh, we hope as well to have the next uh, Shooting Game Chronicle uh, on the go very soon as well. However, there's been a bit of a technical snag as some of our equipment has actually broken down. So I do need to buy a new auto dolly in order to get that uh, going once again. I might just uh, cheap out a bit and use just, you know, tripod panning, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, We also have new uh, installments of random play in the works once again with the uh, Sega Saturn uh, USB controllers. That's uh, coming in very soon. Hopefully we'll have that on the go. Um, I would love to get in on that with you guys because you mentioned it too in um our personal thread i totally forgot to talk about it i would so i I bought them those two games that i've talked about but um i grabbed up mr heli and fucking ghouls and ghosts for the atari (laughs) jaguar nice so i would love to play that that fucking thing with you guys definitely mr heli i want to see the i want to compare that to the one that i played because i got all the way through it with my review and uh I can send was, you a gameplay decent. video of what I've seen, but I can already tell you that Turbo Graphics PC Engine, uh, the PC Engine version, is far superior. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> but it's interesting. I it'll like still it. be interesting I, to see for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I recently kind of fell into the Atari Age um, uh, community. So like a lot of like MSX games that. Um, you didn't think would be able to play. They found a way to get it to play on a ColecoVision with the Patrick Pump wow, Super okay. Game module. It's kind of neat. Um, dude, I, I am so excited when this is all set up and then we can get fucking in on it. Um, that's actually going to be the next flashcard I get. I got to get a MSX flashcard. Okay. Is, 
in stock and then we can do those msx because we still have to do, <laughs> right now <laughs> we still have to do the hideo kojima special mm -hmm. which we've yeah. been teasing and putting off and if death stranding is ever more relevant in it's true. It's the only reason why we waited this long. We wanted to make sure it would be uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a focal yes. topic. Yeah, absolutely. So for I'm, sure. I'm sorry. I did not mean to step on bullet heaven. Continue. Nah, that's okay. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. um, yeah, man. Uh, I would again, like before you know it, we are gonna get some Trevor McFur in that shit. It, it is my fucking goal, guys. I I, <laughs> it's funny just to think of it. I've, <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got a, an Atari Jaguar SCART cable. Yeah, I did too. It, it totally works right yeah. out of the box for it's RGB. Amazing. It, and it looks good, it's, dude. Shit it's kind good. of unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Did you you grab one from RGC too? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they supplied yeah, it to us for sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It. You have. I I was honestly blown away, which is weird. So the, in the second one. The, one, the second one I'm running that I, I said earlier in the show, I'm going to be running that one through S-Video. So, but the stock one, uh, I'm going to be running through RGB. Yeah. So, That's what it's all and, about. Yeah, but like that's basically half my setup is S-Video, half the other half is RGB. Um, and then everything else. And again, when it all... We're going to find George in, in the rubble one of these days. Like He yeah. just got consumed by cables. Like, mm -hmm. that, that box over there, like that, like all of them. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's all a mess. Um, doing this, so that links. We'll yeah, it uh -huh. is a links. Yeah, that is a oh Jesus, consolized so, <laughs> links. What? Come on. Here, model two. Yeah, yeah, but like, if you guys want to see how clear it is that's pretty hmm. cool yeah oh, not damn. bad yeah so I've got Toki in there I'm just glad they're bringing um, what's that a T TFT mod there yeah the the McWill yeah I'm just glad they're bringing back um, Tiger Direct games again super pumped <laughs> about that shit hell yeah yeah they're <laughs> random though when you buy one. <laughs> oh no no I'm not I'm not you take that back I want How the Ninja Turtles game you don't even yeah. know I had the Mortal Kombat oh, one where fuck. you had cards that you scanned. That shit was dope. Oh fuck! What oh was my called? god, that plug and play one that flipped up like a George Foreman. It's girl? something. I don't know, man. There's cards oh, and everything. My. Hell yeah. There is like a there's a Marvel fuck. There's an X Men game for it. That stupid fucking thing. <laughs> fuck that thing. How dare you? Um, it's not how I wanted to end this. Yeah, no, this, is a, this is a weird energy we have now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think once I consoleize the PSP, though, that'll, that'll be it. No more. You say that? Um, no. Okay. That I'm serious. No more. Because he'll be he'll be riding that uh, Apple Pippin wave soon no, enough. <laughs> no, I will not. I already <laughs> looked into it. I looked into it, and I'm just like, I'm not that crazy. Uh, in fact, I'll show note it. This is how we're gonna sure. end the episode. There is this really weird. Um, Korean exclusive console, I believe it's either Korean or Taiwanese. Sarah can correct me if you knows what I'm talking about. Called the Super Alcon. Um, it only has 18 games. Um, they're all fucking weird and obscure and stupid. <laughs> and like, one's a Sonic clone. One's nice. like a fucking 
like three King Romance of the Kingdoms okay. clone. Every like, dude, it is obscure. Shut up, that I, I'd look I at that. I thought to myself, I'm like, maybe. What if? And I'm like, no, I don't. Fuck this. This all looks dumb. And I told myself, no, no. Like someone emotion. out there needs to make some sort of a third party solution for the uh, Watara supervision. Dude, I'm I'm waiting on Furtech, the the brilliant mind behind the virtual tap, because now like where it was such a extremely niche, obscure, nuanced thing to have a consoleized virtual boy. Now everybody mm-hmm. got him. Uh, he said his next project would be a Neo Geo Pocket, Ooh. and that's what the fuck that I want. Good. I want yes. that. So, what's so funny yes. is he was originally working, and he successfully, to an extent, got a Super Game Boy peripheral-like thing to go into a Neo Geo AES, and he's like, the colors were all wrong. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then like he, he was able to kind of do it with, again, another board that would go directly into... Um, or no, it wasn't Furtech, it was Woozle, the dude behind the GBA consoleizer. Now that dude is going to work, hopefully, on the Neo Geo. But now Analog is doing their own thing where they're promising that you can play all, plug and play all of it into a TV through a dock. So I'm thinking, fuck that, I'm make it simple. Yeah. Make it simple, and then like they have an Analog converter so I can put it in a CRT. Oh god, I didn't even tell you guys I got a CDI and like that next whole episode, thing. Next episode, that's next episode. <laughs> that's so Apple, episode. no Apple Pippin, but you'll get a CDI. I did, I, I did, <laughs> and I got a, I got Hotel Mario and everything. But like, that's, uh, uh, man, my that's condolences. Actually, that no, it's actually funnier. But yeah, Andrew's right. Next episode, fucking, <laughs> this is this is Georgie voice acts and like I just this fucking room. Oh my god, I'm, I'm, I'm once it's finished, I'm, I'm. I guarantee I will be on the front page of Reddit for one I day. I love it. Toast. <laughs> and uh, it. I'm going to bookmark the shit out of that along with my Tiger Direct eBay listings. <laughs> <laughs> this is the original, Sarah. I'm kind of glad I'm not buying any more hardware these days, but software prices are fucking ridiculous.
Thank you.